Yeah, we're ready. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the City of Geek and Podcast. We're back finally after a month break. Our hair is longer, and nothing's really changed other than that. And days are longer, kind of. Uh, but you know, we're here talking about shit. Days are longer, hair's longer, and that's about it, really. Yeah. Um, and the length of our tiredness is longer. Yeah, our tiredness and our mental health is slowly getting back together. <laughs> that's one way of putting it, I suppose. Yeah. Yeah. We needed a break. It was. It was not a scheduled break. Been a month, but no, there um, was a lot that happened in that month. Work, um, <laughs> work yeah, has been shit. Work's been very up and down. I lost my voice for a little. Yeah, bit we uh, all we that. all got ill, <laughs> all yeah. of us at one point. It it wasn't COVID technically because none of our tests came back positive. But it wasn't COVID. It was just probably the a flu. It was probably a strain. Of but COVID, it knocked us out. Yeah, um, it was a weird flu I never had before. And, uh, and also, last time uh, we did a podcast, um, Jem was here. So that's how long ago it was. <laughs> she was. Yeah. Um, but it's good. We're here. Um, we, did, we did Harry Potter and the, the Chamber of Secrets. The Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. Um, um, which is an incredible segue because this was the first bit of news that I wanted to talk about in our next podcast. So we're going to jump into news because... Yeah, there's a lot of it. As you can imagine, five weeks worth of news is actually quite a lot. And actually, it seems like the movie slash TV slash pop culture slash gaming slash... Whatever the fuck we talk world about. ...world kind of just decided to kind of start again after yeah. being on pause for a little while. Yeah. And then everything is suddenly dropping in May. Yeah. Um... Yeah, the Oscars happened. The Oscars that was a did thing. happen. That, that yeah. was a thing. Yes. That was a bit eventful, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about that briefly because there's gonna there was a lot of stuff that happened over the month uh, that there's times when I'm like, you know what? Too much time has passed. I don't give a shit about it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know so, you really wanted to talk about it quite heavily. I'll briefly yeah. mention the stuff to do with that, but it's whatever. Like, we'll try and be brief. Um, but with the news, so yeah, this is how long ago it was. So, um, Hogwarts Legacy had its first gameplay. Journey. It did, yeah, <laughs> it did. That came out. Um, it looked alright, didn't it? It looked pretty graphically insane. It looked impressive. Can't remember do much else. Do you know what, it, you know what like, it reminded me of? Was I, I don't know whether this is a good thing. Oh, okay. Hot but take. it kind of reminded me a little bit of, well, a couple of games. One in very particular, yeah, which is Jedi Fallen Order. Okay, yeah, yeah. I got very similar vibes. <laughs> Harry Potter, but with Dark Souls. <laughs> I Dark Soulsy Harry Potter. Nice. I, I, yeah, not 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 because of that. Because no, no, no. Jedi Fallen Order is not Dark Souls. No, um, no, no. But it it just. The, the, the gameplay and the feel of it just reminded me of that. Yeah. Oh, oh. Yeah, so you mean you don't but know whether I do, it's I don't a good know whether it's a negative thing. thing or it's a positive thing because yeah. I, I don't know because I feel like it's a more expansive game than Jedi Fallen Order is. Yeah, it looks bigger. Look like. But I, I, mean, I felt like go everywhere. The, I felt like the graphics and the kind of slight choppiness of it because it's still a work in development. Yeah. It just reminded me of Jedi Fallen Order. Yeah, I think it's been delayed till next year or something. I can't remember. It's been so long ago. I don't know what has been announced what hasn't been announced in between then and that for that game. But um I think for the visual visual aspect, looks good. You know, I'm 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 actually pleasantly surprised of how good that looks. Yeah. Um considering I think Portkey is originally like a mobile games developer or something like that. Maybe I might be getting that wrong. I don't know. I just, but hey, you know, they've done other stuff to do with Harry Potter, so hopefully it's good. Um, and they've, they've certainly, um, it's certainly a big step up 
Yeah. It's like going from like zero to a hundred real quick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, do you? Do we? Should we go back and forth on news? We can do if you want. Yes. Yeah, good. Um, Your stuff. Apparently, I, I don't know whether this is... Let me just have a look. Let me just have a look. Because no, I don't okay. know if this is true or not. That's fine. Um, Nothing's ever true these days. It's all in the Matrix, mate. It's all in our minds. Nothing really matters. Um, so basically, the creator of Peaky Blinders... Oh, yes. Peaky Blinders. Stephen Blinders. Uh, Stephen Knight. Yeah. Uh, was speaking publicly about different things he was asking questions and people were like is like is season 6 of Peaky Blinders the end yeah. and he basically hinted at the idea that potentially there might very well be a a movie of Peaky Blinders oh really uh, yeah ah. fucking hell from um, Birmingham yeah basically he, com- he confirmed that the story will continue in some other form other than the TV show he didn't specifically okay. say yeah because I think it was, it was either like this season or last season is going to be like the, the ending or something Just yeah something, something like that but he kind of Maybe. he didn't really kind of make it um, it's a good know, show he, I don't, he I don't... didn't he didn't officially say that yeah. that was the case but it's it potentially could be I haven't um, watched the newest season which is a bit of a shame because I really like that show yeah yeah, yeah. it's good isn't it so yeah, I, I've watched Little very tiny bits of it. Yeah, but it's right. That's right. Uh, Cam keeps trying to get me to watch it. Um, yeah. I have too much to watch. That's yeah. the trouble. And I'm going to be talking to you about how much you should be watching other stuff later on in this podcast. I, maybe. Yeah. Hopefully. That's quite cool. Who's um, to say? A very quick thing because I, I feel like this is this is yeah, from yeah. A, this is from ages ago. So Go ahead. Like, smash it off. We know that this is a thing. Basically, we're getting a Doom trilogy. Yep. Yeah. Because the second, the sec- second one was green lit and stuff. Yeah. 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 Um. We've got some, we've got some new casting choices. I think. Yeah. Uh, uh, most people are coming back. I think most. Yeah, I think most, mostly everyone is coming back. Yeah. Uh, this is the one. Uh, Austin Butler and Florence Pugh join June Part Two. Mm. Which yes. is very cool. Florence Pugh. Uh, Austin Butler is playing one of the Harkonnens, the villainous uh, sort of, um, the villainous section or faction of of the books. Yes. Uh, and Florence Pugh is playing. Um, Princess Irulane. Yep. Um, yeah. So that's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. I know that was a that was, there was a lot of rumors flying around about exactly who was um, who was doing what um, for that, and that they were rumored for a long time, but it's pretty much been confirmed. I think now that both of them are indeed in it. Yeah, that's good. Um, which is very cool. Yeah. Um. Jesus Christ! I have. So much. I don't know where to start. You don't know where to start? I can continue. You can you continue. Go ahead, continue. Um, okay, because I thought I did have that bit of news, and I'm trying to find it. A little bit of speculation. It, uh, is Andrew Garfield still lying to us? Is he lying? Oh, he may. I mean, he is a pathological liar well, right at this point. He's going to take a break from acting for a while. Yeah, which I'm like... Yeah, you do you, man. Yeah, yeah you do. You do you. Because if, if you're not feeling it... I think he said he's, he's been he very said, busy recently, though. He's oh done, like, God. Got, yeah. like, how many movies has he done in the past two years? Like a lot, loads, and he's incredible. Um, so, like seeing him that he wants to take a break, I'm like, yeah, go ahead, mate. You know what? You don't you don't need to be forced into anything. No, doesn't need yeah. to. He said he just needs time to recalibrate and stuff. I think that was his like quote. He said, "What was saying? Just you know, refresh himself, then get back into business because he is an incredible actor, and uh, we should all treasure him because he's an absolute gem." Yeah. Yes. Um. Yeah. Uh, so I'm not. I'm not entirely like versed on this particular thing. Mm. But I saw this, 
Um, apparently, some Disney Plus viewers have noticed that, um, effectively, Disney seems to have edited a couple of the scenes in Not Falcon this. and the Winter Soldier, yes. the violent scenes, out of the show. Yep. Or edited around them a little bit more. Yeah, so like making them less reason. bloody. Um, um, apparently, they're going to be restored to the originals. That they have been. A, they have been. They okay. have been, yeah. Because, yeah, this was, this was a while ago. Yeah, because someone had noticed that there was some, like... Uh, yeah, I think it was one of the moments where, you know, the dickhead Captain America um, agent... Agent... What, what's his face? Um... Can't remember his name, but he was a good. He was a good uh, character. Agent, I really liked him. A, uh, I think it's something agent, isn't it? He's an agent. Um, Captain Agent. There we go. Captain That's the agent. one. Captain like Agent. It. Yeah. So yeah, like there was moments are in that one episode where he goes on a fucking rampage and there's people dying everywhere and there was like you know a side by side comparison like with blood and without blood and it was basically Disney coming out and saying oh yeah we uh, accidentally uh, like you know put that out as the official episodes one where they were trying to um test out some like parental control um situation which actually you know what that makes sense seems fair yeah Yeah, as long as they don't like make it a permanent thing they just censor everything which is bullshit but you know i i I believe them in the sense that that was just complete accidental um uh they put that through yeah um I mean, it's an interesting one. Uh, I think that I'm like I'll be honest with you. Well, I don't know about much about Disney Plus. This might already be a thing. Mm. Parental control is a thing on it. Can you like basically there just do kids movies? Are I'm pretty sure there are because yeah, you got that star I, stuff, isn't I it? I genuinely would be like really surprised if that wasn't the case with something like Disney Plus. Yeah. Like, uh, surely yeah. they'd have like a filter system where you're like you only view kids yeah. movies for five like kids and logging on to disney yeah. plus and watching deadpool <laughs> yeah exactly especially now that they've got those things on there yeah exactly or alien and shit so last jewel yeah or, you know other traumatic things like uh... <laughs> he couldn't resist he was so quick it was there it was right there it was there it was there yeah, to too. be had yeah um had to yeah sorry uh, that was terrible oh dear <laughs> I'd censor sound. that shit. Um, <laughs> anyway, yep. <laughs> anyway, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Star Wars Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Uh, did we talk about the trailer? I can't remember when the trailer came out. Um, it ca- Yeah, we did. We did. Okay, we did. It looks okay. amazing. Um, it looks interesting. Yes. I... Anyway, what this article says, I could go on about <laughs> it, but I'm not going to because I've realised that we've got a lot to get through. That's fine. Um, it's going to premiere with two episodes on one day. Um, yeah, because they, they brought back the release date which is like next month, or like in a fucking they've, week or they've something. They pushed it back a couple of days. We brought it forward even, not pushed it back. Brought it. Either way, right, it's changed dates, and it's two dates two episodes two episodes are coming out on the first uh, on on release date. Yeah. So yeah. good, you can yeah. instantly tell whether it's bad or good. I'm sure it'll be good. It's Obi Wan Kenobi, mate. Everyone um, wants that. Yeah. A um, yeah. little bit of a random one to follow that. Um, I don't know whether you have any opinions on this necessarily. Yep. Um, Jim Carrey is retiring from acting um, after amazing. Uh, has he like officially retired, or because he, he says it might be his last one after the Sonic Two came out, which apparently is fine. You know, apparently it's all right. Fair, apparently yeah. It's, yeah, apparently it's as good as the first one. Yeah. yeah, that's the bar. Uh, <laughs> I, that is the bar <laughs> for indeed. video game movies. So. Um, might be an interesting ones to watch at some point because they are yeah we do we were realm of video game movies we were gonna do that after we did um detective pikachu ages ago successful um 
Yes. They're the best ones. So I'm like, I'll give them a watch. Yeah. Why not? Might as well. Yeah. They um, are what they are. Yeah, that was that was a thing. I don't, I feel like I feel like we've had a little bit of this discussion before, but I, can you really ever retire from acting? Uh, I'd say yeah. It, I guess it just depends. Like what? Well, we'll actually talk about someone in the future you know, mm. after we get through a bit of news that has effectively retired from acting mm. due to conditions. Uh, you know, what, fuck it. I'll try and find it now. It's it's basically Bruce Willis. He's retired um, because he developed. Let me try and find the news. What has he got? I don't want to get this wrong. Um, I apologize. Uh, I apologize. apologize. Uh, yeah, so he's stepping away from acting following aphasia diagnosis. Oh, that's true. Yeah, shame. Because that was... You know, because I, I, I'm... To be honest, I'm one of those people that it got to the point with Bruce Willis that it just felt as though he was sleepwalking through every single fucking movie he was in and he was doing just it looked as though he was just doing movies for money and it's like I was quite judgmental of that but you know this this whole diagnosis it's like ah that actually puts a light on it and mm. yeah that sucks man I think there's and a I, lot of I think there's a genuine criticism of a lot of actors yeah uh, out there that yes indeed they do to be honest if they do it for money why not yeah. don't we do anything for money like job wise, if it's a job, you know, just raking the money, and I'm I'm assuming that's what he was just trying to do towards the end of his career. It's like you know, do this one thing, get a paycheck, retire, my family is fine, which is like you know what, fair enough, mate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he probably had enough money anyway. Do what you need but, to do. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's fair. But yeah, no, that's fair. It makes sense now. Yeah, it's um, a shame that he's um had to he's he's got that diagnosis. I hope he's doing well, and his family's doing all right. Um, yeah, it sucks, man, because the amount of films and good stuff that he's been in. I mean, he's got his legacy, hasn't he? Which is good. Everyone will fondly remember him in, like, the best Christmas movie ever, Die Hard, and uh, other stuff. <laughs> um, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Yes. We got a little glimpse of the Guardians in... recently. Yeah. That's something we'll talk about, I'm sure, in a bit. Yes, we will. Um, They're nearly wrapping finishing. Uh, wrapping, wrapping fin- They're wrapping finishing. Oh, fuck. They're wrapping rap- rap- filming. finishing so, feels like... Um, Wrapping finishing. That feels like when you, I don't know, I, I, I've lost it. You've lost there, it. It was there for a second. Something there, you had. A, there was a minuscule, like there was a minuscule connection to something yeah. right there, and it, no, it, it it's went. gone. Yeah, yeah. So the blue ball, you. All right. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, because I think I saw James Gunn earlier on Twitter basically say that they've wrapped on the mm. uh, Christmas special, uh, the holiday special, whatever that is coming out. In December, so hey, fucking, why not? Guardians, you know, out of all the Marvel properties to make a Christmas special, holiday special, it'd be Guardians. Just wouldn't it? Yeah. Fuck it, why not? Yeah. Yeah. I suppose it would, yeah. 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 I'm not expecting a lot from it, to be fair. It's just like a one off thing. Yeah. Cool. I think they'll you try and you. weave something fun into it. Yeah. Even though Marvel says they're not doing that anymore, or at least they're stepping away from a kind of more linear approach, they're going to, mm. like, they're going to try. Yeah, um, and I think works. next week they are uh, at the time of recording this, which is the, like the last day of April. They're, next week is they're wrapping up Guardians three. So yeah, that's around the corner, isn't it? Yeah. Um, interestingly, for an article, yeah, um, it's broken world record. Guardians of the Galaxy. 3, I think I've seen this somewhere. For the yeah. Most makeup applications on a film set ever. Nice. Uh, beating the Grinch. <laughs> 
which the was Grinch. which was the one that held the record. Wow. Um, which is pretty amazing. Um, which you think about it isn't necessarily that hard because there's quite a lot of the main characters have prosthetics and things. In fact, most of them do. And plus everybody else who's an extra. And if James Gunn is kind of going a little bit all out with his attention to detail and stuff, yeah, he'd want that. Like most of most of the practical effects are practical effects in the Guardians movies, mm. which, or at least the close-up stuff is. Well, um, makeup especially though, like that's insane. Yeah, yeah, which is pretty cool. Yeah. Um, Extraction Two is wrapped filming. This is a Netflix movie, I think, isn't it? Yeah, the first one starring Chris Hemsworth. Yeah, and apparently it was actually really good. It was like a pleasant surprise how good it was. Yeah. Which I'm like, I probably should watch that soon. Um. So I guess they've made a second one, which is I feel like that's an interesting trend of like just making random films with sequels. That's a I'm surprised Netflix has done that because when was the last Netflix movie to come out that got a sequel? That's a very good point actually. Normally you get there was a period where that was quite common. Yeah. But there's all sorts of things going on with Netflix. Well, yeah, we'll talk about that. Or at least should, we, should we talk about that now? Actually, because um, I think it was this month, uh, you know, maybe a week ago or something, it was announced that you know, oh, two hundred thousand subscribers have gone. Yeah. You know, they've lost two hundred thousand subscribers on Netflix, and it's predicted that they'll lose two million next month. So Netflix is on the downhill. Prices are going up because they went up again. Stupid amount of money. Um, and also, uh, they've like sort of cancelled a lot of the animated projects to do with Netflix, and it's like it's a bit of a shame. You're increasing the prices, your subscribers are going down, and then you're cancelling everything. It's like, do you want to be successful? Like, and also, I don't know how much fucking billions Netflix is in debt still, because they like they were massively or are massively in debt. Um, and that's not helping the think case. The, the fundamental problem with Netflix as a platform is now. There's too many. It's too big. There's too, too much big. stuff going on on there. Yeah. And with too much stuff comes a drop in quality of that stuff. Yeah. And I think that's genuinely. It, there are a few shows still there that, that have audiences and will, will yeah. draw in money, like things like Shadow and Bone, which I know is yeah. filming the second season of now. Black Mirror and Stranger Things yes. and stuff like Stranger that. Stranger Things, yes, absolutely. And I feel Sex as though. A bit, a bit like what you said about the. Um, there's too much shit. It's not the fact that it's bad. It's just hard to find the good stuff. Because how many times have you gone on Netflix, just scrolled and been like, oh, I don't know. It's almost as if there's too, there's 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 an overwhelming amount. Um, But the trouble is, it's stuff that is. I think the interesting thing about like a lot of streaming services that are coming out, like like HBO and Peacock now, Paramount Plus. Apparently, that's a thing. Yeah, Disney Um, Plus. Everything, everything with a plus on the end. Everything with a plus, you know, because originality. Yeah. It's it's all recognisable content that you know, mm. just instantly accessible to you. Yeah. And there's not, like, comparatively, there's not probably as much on Disney Plus as there is on Netflix. I think that will change very soon. But, like, mm. Disney's library is, is limited to Disney stuff and then whoever they do deals and contracts with, which is probably quite a few people. That's it, though. Yeah. Whereas Netflix, it has to cover so much ground that I feel like it's... It's all just fucking murder documentaries now. Uh, if I Yeah, like, there's so many... There's so much crap on Netflix as well. There's, yeah. You're right. There's so many kind of weird documentaries and different things on there that Another I scroll one. through and I go like, who watches this? Yeah. Who has the time to watch this? I don't this? mind. It's, it's like the TV channels that you never flick to. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because like mainstream TV is dead. Yes. Because the only times that, you know, I went back and saw my mum because it was a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, mum, for yesterday. Happy birthday, um, Pat. Um, and, like, we just don't use Sky or whatever anymore. We literally use BT for the footy 
and then we just go oh, on to Disney Plus, yeah. Disney Plus, Amazon, and Netflix. We just scroll between the three. And that's it. So, like, your old fucking Floggits and Good Morning Britain. Like, how the there's, fuck are you still, still up? There's still a big audience because, well, I mean, yeah, this like, comes down to the fact that there's an aging population in in the UK, well, in the world, but in the UK because people are living longer. Yeah. So there's still a lot of people. Like, my mum watches yeah. TV every day. Almost yeah. every day. Like, live TV every day. And just goes through daytime TV. Yeah. Daytime TV's always been a weird one. Though. It's, it's so it's, shit. It's, it's, it's so crap. It's so... It's just crap. It's just repeats and Even stuff so that now, just no one cares the about. There's not enough originality in it. So that it's just... Instead of, like, maybe... What, like... I'm like, when we were in school, like ten years ago, it was like pretty decent. It was, it was like, let's say, let's say it was a split of like forty percent was repeats of shows yeah. like Scrubs marathons and the Friends and all that and stuff. Yeah, How I Met Your Mother marathons yeah. and Four Music marathons. And now they've all gone to like Netflix and stuff like this. Whereas now it's like eighty percent repeats yeah. of different shows because there's yeah. just not enough original programs holding their own in mm. daytime TV. We might be completely harsh because obviously we can't go through thousands of channels trying to find out the absolute gems. It's yeah. just whatever. Also, like. we just don't watch TV. Our yeah. generation doesn't watch TV. No. We just don't consume. That's not how we consume media anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's. I think it's very interesting. But I think, yeah, Netflix has almost become the same problem that Freeview TV has, which is yeah. just too much of it. Too much and you're just like, I want to watch something that is simple and easy and we know we'll like sort of thing. But then you look through it and you're like... Yeah, Not I have so I have so moment. many things saved on Netflix on my watch list yeah. to watch. I still need to watch Witcher season um, two. All of which I genuinely oh it's so good. I oh, know I need to watch that. Um, God, all of which I genuinely want to watch, and I will get round to watching at some point. Yeah, but it's when I search for those things, there's so much more. Yeah, and there's things on there that I just you look at and you go, I didn't even know this was a thing that was getting released but it's here mm. and it just feels like the, it's like <clears throat> it, that's kind of what it felt like Netflix has become because I think it's there was too many yes people behind Netflix it was yeah. like can we do this yes we can can we do this yeah. yes we can yes 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 oh crap we're in debt another thing that doesn't really help Netflix with it all and the money aspect is that they have really like popular shows and then they like cancel it after the third season or something like that's like the normal lifespan on a lot of Netflix shows. It's getting shorter as well. A lot of yeah. things are getting cancelled, yeah. as you said before. I mean, well, I think that's the thing with... Because um, it, it was announced today. I know it's not Netflix, but CW have cancelled pretty much everything. Batgirl and uh, Legends of Tomorrow or something. They've cancelled both those shows. Really? Yeah. Batgirl or Batwoman? Bat- whichever one that is on its third... third Batwoman, yeah, Batwoman, yeah, it was on its third season. And after that, it's gone... And seven seasons of Legends of Tomorrow. That's done now. So, probably because they were bad, but I don't know. I have never watched them. Yeah, the I CW just heard the general still consensus. hasn't cancelled Riverdale. <laughs> it's going into Actually, a yeah, seventh season, that's, that's Ryan. An, that's another dog shit thing. It's like Netflix cancelling all this bollocks and like really good animated products that have a lot of potential, and then they still fucking renew Big Mouth for seventh season. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? How is Riverdale still alive? Because it's As trash. It's good it's, trash. It's so bad now. Yeah. Like, what, what I, I... 
the funny thing about Riverdale is it started off being a very kind of pseudo grounded show. Yeah. Like if you go back and watch the first season, you're like, this it's just is, insane. This now. is fucking corny and cheesy and American, yeah. but uh, it's decent. Like it's yeah. decent murder mystery. I get the vibe of this. Season two onwards, it just gets more insane. The insanity level just goes off the charts. To the point now where we actually have time travel. We have witches. We have magic. And superheroes and shit. And it's just like, what happened? Isn't there an episode where it's just a musical? There's at least three now. Oh, fucking hell. There's at least three. There's a time traveling episode, which was the latest one that was advertised that I saw. I was like, like what has happened? I'm glad I stopped watching this show. Because my good lord. It just, they've gone, what they've done is they've gone full modern day Archie comics with it yeah. and just embraced everything. Because the Archie comics used to be kind of like a, a happy-go-lucky Bucky, kind of like, yeah. a little bit like Beano here in the UK, yeah. but for America. But obviously they have their graphic novels now and they have their modern comic adaptations, which is like, you know, Archie back in time or Archie versus zombies and stuff like that or, you know, un, you know. Riverdale Undead or stuff. So there's a whole like subgenre of Archie comics that people love, which I just find hilarious. Wow. Which actually, when you think about it, with the amount of comics that aren't superhero comics, there's so many. Yeah. Like if you go into a comic book store or a graphic novel store, I'm always shocked about, about like, oh my god, this. What's the good. amount of? I I look around and I go, there's too much to read. Like this looks yeah. really good. That looks really good. Well, you look at um, the amount of films that we've seen that were based off comic books, mm. like Hellboy. I'm pretty sure it was a comic or yeah, not a graphic novel, novel series, and stuff. Yeah. Um, Wanted was a film that came out quite a while ago that was based off a comic or graphic novel. Uh, Kingsman was exactly the same. So Kick-ass. So much. Yeah. But yeah, I, I it was really interesting. just thought it was really interesting, that's all. Because yeah. I was like, oh, that's, that's pretty weird, you know? Yeah. Um, it's pretty weird that that's, you know, got to the point of of still being a thing and mm. what is weird they've just embraced it they kind of they, it felt like for a while they were trying to strike a balance between alright shall, shall I stir up some drama here go I'm on, stir up go some on. Drama. get that spoon out I, I stir that pot let's stir go the on. pot go uh, on not, get out. not I particularly care about Riverdale anymore no good but um, I'll never watch it I never intend to uh, should we should we do this one thing where we go and watch the first ever episode of Riverdale, and then when they eventually cancel it, watch the very ending. Oh None god. of the in between. Oh my god! None of the in between. Oh my good lord! Just that would, see. That's an amazing idea. <laughs> that's an incredible idea. I, I I have taken that idea off a couple of YouTubers because they have done that before. Like they've watched the first episode of Supernatural and the last episode of Supernatural. But it's like, God, when Riverdale eventually thing, does like, end. Um, there's like, this weird thing, like, um, because like another one that people. Uh, say is like that and I saw somebody do an article about it the other day it's Grey's Anatomy yeah Grey's Anatomy is not a medical show anymore it's, what it's it, it's not it's it, and it's true if you watch it now compared to what it was it's a completely different vibe of a show yeah because you went through that period didn't you started binging it like where did I, you get I up to earlier. I got up to <laughs> got up to like season 6 I think seven? I got up to season 6 yeah. Did I? Yeah, no. I and then you just stopped because remember we got like. I got up to season six. Yes, because I got up to um, spoilers. 
uh, when Lexi yeah. and Mark die in a plane crash. Oh my god! Um, Spoilers. Drama, which is ah. that's a typical American TV. Oh, that was a plane crash. Oh, <laughs> it's a typical American TV. <laughs> <It is. laughs> oh, that was like, a plane crash. Oh, how no. Introduce drama. Oh, how's about some of our doctors have to go to somewhere else and then they get in a plane crash and it becomes Survivor Island. When when did that episode come? Oh, hang on, it's mm. so a Survivor Island sort of thing. I thought you meant they just like crashed and burned and died. Oh no, they did. But they oh. they they were then there was a whole two episodes where they were like waiting to be rescued and it was like the and then they just died and then half of them die and then half of them escape and oh, they just cop it right. um, someone loses a leg um, oh nice but anyway Grey's Anatomy um, but in the jungle gre- yeah Grey's <laughs> Green Anatomy um, Green. <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah, that's good that, I just found it really funny because there's literal like Last season, for example, was during mm. COVID, so they covered the COVID thing, and there was a lot of good stuff. And yeah, okay. to be honest, there's still some genuinely really heartfelt moments in Grey's, even now, because yeah. I've watched a few of the recent episodes. But there's also a period where the main character, Meredith, just falls into a coma because of COVID, which is like, okay, cool. Yeah. I don't think that's what COVID did to people. No, some some people were comatose by it. Oh, yeah. fuck. Well, I apologise for those yeah, that, that was that was that was something that definitely happened to people. Yeah, never see that was a symptom. Um, and then, and then all of a sudden, she takes a left she's, turn. She's on a beach, yeah. in a dream, in a coma, and basically just bumps into all the people that have died <laughs> on the show over the years. And they had loads of cast members come back to reprise their roles. Right. And she sees her husband and things who's 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 passed away. Full on, like, just just smashing the fourth wall. Yeah, this is now about, like, ghosts and stuff. And that's not the first time that's happened, because that happened oh, a, a while, a while ago with her. But it was one moment, and it was just with her, which you can kind of pass up as just being a dream more than anything else. It's happening way too frequently now. Oh, frequently now to just be a dream. Oh, my God. Like, because there was, there's other characters now that I've had, like, full, like, revelationary things with a, with a character that they never met in real life that just shows up in their dreams and things. This is insane. It's, it's like, I thought this was a medical program. Yeah. <laughs> this is casualty. Just imagine if, like, you know, the bill. Yeah, imagine Holby City. Into, yeah. <laughs> just imagine, like, the bill about, like, yeah. fucking whatever, and it turns into, like, fucking literal Sherlock Holmes with Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch, and he just comes in, and he's like, oh, I... And then like Holmes, yeah, or like Sherlock Holmes, and you're watching that, and then the Doctor appears, and you're like, oh, why? Why are you okay. here? Yeah. yeah, that's legitimately, legitimately what it feels like. And like Riverdale's exactly the same. It's like, oh, we're just, we're just, oh, we're doing the witch thing now. We're going full like magic. Sp- okay, okay. Sam and Dean just turn up in their winter. Right. <laughs> what? Fucking why is the... Bill Murray kicks down the door with the fucking you know exoplasm like Ghostbusters shit? Like, it's just like the writers have just gone fuck it, <laughs> yeah. and it was like I think they did it because they they I think it was so the the shit I wanted to stir up is like, I genuinely think that that's what the writers always wanted it to be. What Riverdale? Yeah, yeah. They wanted it to be as wacky as the comics that they loved. Yeah, and yeah, as I can see that. The comics. Yeah. But they didn't have the guts to put that forward, so they yeah. put forward the fact that it was like a gritty teen drama murder and mystery thing. Turns into and they just fucking... over the years, it's now developed into something like, like season two, three, four. The mysteries are shit. They're not even <laughs> mysteries, and the seasons are way too long. So the yeah. mysteries just drag out, and you're just like, okay, we just get to the ending, please. That must be the, that's like one of the worst things because I, I was going to get onto this 
but since I, yes. I, I kind of been watching it when Jen was around, we were like continuing watching Supernatural. We were like, we're kind of like near the end of season two. Um, it's still really good. I still really enjoy it. Um, but it got to the point actually where I guessed the twist that was coming in every single episode. Uh, like so, spoilers for one episode. There was this one where like you know this woman was in a car crash, and they like fell down into a ditch, and it was like yeah. they, like, hit a tree or whatever. And I was like. Oh, yeah, and then she, like, woke up, and then, like, her husband was gone, and she was in the car, and then she was, like, you know, scrounging around, she, like, got out, and then, you know, then she looked back, and then the car was gone, and I was like, she's a ghost. And then that was, and and that instant got it right. And and then it got to the end, and then the twist was, oh, she's actually dead, and then I was like, I looked at Jem, and then she was like, I hate you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's, good stuff. But the thing is, though, yeah. it's still good. It's still, like, got a quite an emotional bit at the end. And it's, like, you know, dealing with, like, moving on and, like, you know, the, oh, God. And, like, accepting, there's a, there's like... There's a right way to do it. But, like, there's, there's yeah. so much... This is the thing... This is what nostalgia has done to TV shows. Yeah. Is that they will bend and break the rules yeah. just so a character can return. Yeah. They did the same in Death in Paradise recently. Do you know really? what Death in Paradise is? No, I have is? no idea. Okay. Is, do they go to paradise know, it, and they, they it's, die? Yeah, it's a, it's a detective show on the BBC. It's on BBC iPlayer. Um, mm. It's got like 10, 10, 11 seasons now. I think they're doing Jesus season Christ, 11. probably too many. Um, it started ages ago, and actually it's really genuinely a lot of fun. Yeah. And it's got the classic kind of... It's slightly corny and cheesy because they gather up all the suspects at the end of every episode, and then they like go through the mystery and yeah. they reveal all the details and things. Yeah. And then there's ongoing plot details with the characters that are in it and stuff. and It's genuinely really good. And every so often they change the detective and they've had like passing of the torch basically as like the main character. Yeah. And the cast that is part of it now is a completely different main cast than the original one. They've all left. Yeah. And been replaced by... And in one episode they decided to bring everyone back or something. No, but they decided to bring the guy back who is the first detective that started it all that was played by Ben Miller. Yeah. Who you will know from... I've already seen him in other stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think he was in... Was he in... Probably uh, in Johnny Doctor English. Who. He was in Johnny English. He's been in Doctor Who, yes. He's probably in Doctor Who, yeah. I can't remember what Doctor Who yeah. he's I'll been look in. up his name. What was his name again? Ben, ben Miller. Ben Miller. But anyway, he, he was... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, he's he's boff in uh, Johnny English. Yes, he's boff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, he's great. I like him. I he's good boff. stuff. Um, I like boff. <laughs> yeah. He's, um, he's been in it, basically. And he was there for, I think, two seasons? Hmm. And then his character was very sacrilegiously killed off and was the was the victim of the mur- first murder mystery of the new detective, Yeah, which was quite cool. Um, it's one of my favourite episodes, actually. It's a really good, um, detailed one. It's a great handing over of a character arc. And then the guy who was in that weird family show on the on British TV that was weird mm. came in and... I've forgotten his name. Um, and was there for, like three four five seasons i think but anyway mm. i'm missing the point the fact of the matter is is that they had the assistant of him of ben miller who was the original assistant played by a french actress who i can't remember the name of please forgive me mm. um but she's brilliant um oh sarah something i think but um she was she was then she she basically left the show two seasons later and de- she wasn't killed off she just departed because she went to work for the French police in Paris <clears throat> and left the island where this all takes place. Um, so, so what happens is 
she comes back for an episode like six seasons later just out of the blue um because her mother's in trouble and caught up in this conspiracy thing um which is quite cool but she comes back for a couple of episodes which is really sweet to see her back in the role and really sweet to sweet to see where she is but then she just full-on goes at the end of the episode and sits on a beach out mm. by where ben miller's character used to live and he literally just shows up as a ghost <laughs> and they just have a conversation oh yeah sweet and nice. it's kind of meant to be like he's in her head and that she still hears him in the back because there's a comment earlier in the episode when she's talking to her mum of like do you still think about it he's like yeah sometimes i can hear his voice and him tutting away about how it's too warm and stuff like this which is really sweet and it's really well done and it's not it's not as bad as some of the like american riverdale shit and that kind of crap and the gray's anatomy crap yeah but it's just like like any excuse to have these two back together yeah do you know what i mean it feels like that one of the great things about Death in Paradise is a show which I think they're losing now because I don't think they're able to get as good actors in to play the characters mm. or as good a characters because I think they're running out of ideas. But it's like one of the great things about the show is it lived on with this revolving cast and it was always as good as it was yeah. because the people they got in to replace were just different enough and a breath of fresh air where you felt it was still worth watching. But it's like, and now we have the two original characters, one of which isn't on the show anymore because she works in paris and one of which is dead having a conversation on a beach <laughs> it's like really have we sunk to this ah uh, it sounds great but i recommend everybody watches at least the first few seasons of death in paradise when right. it went back when it was really good because yeah. it, it genuinely is a really fun show yeah and very bingeable as well there's only about yeah. 10 episodes a season so speaking of stuff that is um still coming out and relying on nostalgia is doctor who because that started didn't it Oh, the, the oh, newest yeah. episode of that came out, which yes. is about the sea devils and shit. And I remember saying ages ago, being like, "My fucking, fucking Doctor Who, tell you what they should do instead of using the fucking Daleks and Cybermen and Master all the time, they should, you know, get some of the classic monsters back." Yeah, they I did remember, that yeah. with the, they did that with the Ice Warriors, and that was a good episode with Master and stuff. And then they also did the uh, like the Zygons or whatever the fuck that called. The Zygons were great. Yeah, yeah they were great. The yeah, yeah, that was a really good episode. And then they, you know, brought sea devils back because you've only seen them in one episode before, and I'm like, yeah fuck go on and then realized oh yeah still chris chibnall's still in fucking charges <laughs> um and apparently it was a completely pointless dull just story apparent apparently i haven't seen it and i don't care to watch it i'll probably watch it eventually um but apparently it was just like they were there and um, they were there and it was just uh like a preview for the ending of this of jody Whitaker's era it just literally meant nothing um and yeah, then I saw the uh, the trailer for her last ever episode, and I'm like, wow. When I mentioned that you didn't want Dalek Cyberman or the Master, guess who's in the final episode? All three of them. Yay! And it had the mo. I'm I'm pretty sure I can guarantee I I can guess the ending of the episode. And it's because uh, there's this one moment right at the end of the trailer where it shows the doctor regenerating and then she goes, yes, and then it cuts. And I'm like, hmm, let me guess how this house is going to end, because this has been thinking about Yaz and the doctor being a thing, which I don't care for. And I don't think a lot of people actually care for. Um, I don't know. Do, do people care about that relationship? Right in. Fucking saying chat. Do you, I don't, are, are you? Are you? Are you? What check? Hi, Zeman. Um Yeah, I don't think Gems is around, but she's she's fine. Um, yeah, and then the whole thing is like, okay, so they're they're trying to make that a, a thing. So the ending of the episode is 
like Yaz because I think I think they also mentioned it in the most recent episode with the Sea Devils is that like the Doctor can't be with Yaz because generic reasons because the Doctor can't because you know the fucking odd reason why people can't be together because reasons and whatever just the most the generic doc- because stuff because the Doctor is effectively an eternal yeah, being oh, yeah. Yeah, whatever. so that happens and I guarantee in the final episode it's like the Doctor's going to confess her love to Yaz uh, whilst mortally wounded and it's too late and then the Doctor regenerates and then is a completely different personality so has no more feelings for Yaz and then that's the bombshell and the tragedy behind that romance is that it never happened. It's so fucking predictable. I guarantee that's going to happen. If it doesn't, I'll be pleasantly surprised. It's probably going to be worse. Um. I I saw a really funny headline before we started this. It was a brand new headline that had come out. Um, But it's like so, it was so stupid. It was genuinely so stupid. So, you might have heard the news today. Yeah. Um, James Corden is leaving the Late Late Show. After like, eight, oh, it's not what I years. think it, it is. Yeah. yeah. And now, it all of a sudden, not, almost don't. instantaneously, 24 hours after he announced that, everybody's like, he's leaving the show because he's going to be the new doctor. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yeah. I will actively become a politician and call for the BBC to can Doctor Who if that <laughs> happens. Yeah, I, I would as well. I don't like James Corden anymore. I think he's yeah. a bit of a prick. I think he's just turned into a fucking. I never. I, I like I, the skits I he did. I like the skits he did as part of the Late Late Show. I, didn't I never liked him as an interviewer though. Thing is, I didn't mind James Corden when he was in Britain and he did this show called like. Uh, uh, no, no, he did um, like a football show. Oh, fucking okay. sort of about a league of their own. I didn't mind that because he had like Freddie Flintoff and Jack White all around. It was quite funny. I quite liked that show. But as soon as he went to America, it just started being this very, very polished, be this. And then he just did, like, I'll just be another Ellen, which is just, or like I, another fucking... If you think about it, like, his rise is pretty stellar and meteoric. Yeah, fair play to him. Of but like, then... Who would have predicted that he, that guy would have ended up as a late, late show host in yeah. the US? Um, but, like, but, yeah, it's yeah. like you look at, what are the other ones? Fucking Jimmy Fallon and all that sorry but dog shit because it you know you see them interview it and they just do that fake laugh and they do that they do this thing where whenever they bring on a guest they're like oh you know what like say it's an actor that has like just been nominated for fucking something uh, like in an oscar or whatever they always start this thing where they start a conversation of oh yeah you know the other day where i called you up and you know oh, i congratulated you on the oscar like it's that copy and paste bollocks it's like we don't james jimmy fucking ellen we don't care (laughs) we don't care for the fact that you are friends with this fucker we don't cool good for you you're you're goody old pals and you're just flexing the fact that you're you're friends with fucking ryan gosling or something it's just bollocks that's what entire that is the entire Late show, late show talk show oh, thing. Like, oh yeah, you know the other day when you nominated, I called you up. You know, remember that when I was around with your kids, and you know I called you up. We were good friends, and, and oh, just shut up. Nobody, just get on with the interview. Cares, yeah. I don't care for your friendship. <laughs> um, what's another thing they do? Oh, did the fake laughing as well. I swear that the only yeah. good British talk show host that has gone that went to America from the UK is John Oliver. John I agree. Oliver. I agree with that, Xenon. I do. Uh, uh, yeah. John Oliver. Although John Oliver's 
talk show is basically a news show, so it doesn't really count. Yeah. Uh, because he, I don't think he does interview people, but not very yeah. regularly. Um, but what the thing I like about John Oliver is he hasn't ever changed who he is, and that's the problem. Yeah. Like you can look at like look at who James Corden was before he became big in America, and who he is now. He's a different person. At least mm. publicly, he's a different person. Yeah, yeah. He's had to maybe he's had to put on a persona to be more likable. Mm. But it's like, yeah. But anyway, I've got another rumored uh, casting choice. For yeah, the I swear to God, if James Corden comes fucking the doctor. Can cry. you imagine? <laughs> Can you imagine? Because um, he's in shit like fucking that Cinderella film, and he's in Cats and stuff. It's like James, just maybe just stick to he's in Peter Rabbit as well. Anything it? else? Rather than um, just being in movies. Yeah, which they made a sequel of, I think. Yeah, they did, yeah. It came out um, during COVID or something. I don't know. Anyway. Probably for um, the best. <laughs> so no one fucking saw it. Rakhi Thakra, who is a former EastEnders alumni and also plays Miss Sands in Sex Education. Which one was that? Um, it is her. Which one was that? Miss Sands from Sex Ed. Oh, yeah, she's great. She's great. Yeah, I like um, her. She's, emer- she's emerged as a frontrunner for the next Doctor. Yeah, I wouldn't mind that. Just she's as a, great. As a rumour. Uh, I don't know whether it's necessarily yeah. set in stone and confirmed by I'll anybody be, from sources. I wouldn't mind that. But apparently she's she's done some big finish audio production things. She was like a companion for a couple of episodes for the eighth Doctor, yeah. Paul McGann. So that was pretty cool. Um, everybody's money, though, is still on David Tennant, weirdly, somehow. What? He's already been the doctor. He's still the front runner. Weirdly Why? enough, yeah, I know. Sorry, but he, I, like, if I was David Tennant and I started hearing those rumors, I even I'd be like, "You no, <laughs> I've had my time." Um, and it just ah, oh, do they want to? I know Russell T. Davis is back, and he's probably going to make it good again because he actually gives a shit about continuity and stories mm. and heartfelt emotions. Um, but no, I, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure whoever it is, it won't be a disaster because uh, things can't get worse. Am I right? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, maybe not. Um, maybe not, my friend. Sorry, yeah. I'm just clearing up some news stories here. While no, that's fine. Should I get on? Should I, should I get on to some of the news I got? <laughs> uh, let's um, let's spitball some. Yeah. Let's spitball some random stuff. Uh, Hit me. So ages ago, it was announced that Christopher Lloyd joins Mandalorian season three. Doc, great Scott. He's in great Mandalorian Scott. season three. Uh, Paul Dano was, or is, or has written a Riddler year one comic. Has he? To do with the uh, uh, the, the in in canon lore of the Batman. The Batman. Yeah. That's He's written his own Riddler That's comic. Really yeah. That's uh, I'll, I'll, very cool. Yeah, I'll try and see eventually if... Uh, it has been made or like when it comes out and stuff but that's really cool uh, we were speaking about The Witcher earlier um, CD Projekt Red has confirmed that a new Witcher game is currently in development and will use the Unreal Engine 5 I know this is a while ago but cool new Witcher game's coming new out new Witcher game um, I don't know if it'll be to do with um, Geralt because his story is effectively done I don't know whether I'd want another is game with really him maybe maybe as the main character that would be pretty maybe. cool that'd be pretty cool yeah I'd so, be down for that that's... more Witcher stuff that's I say good that, I've never played The Witcher Third, third Witcher game is really good. I don't yeah. have the time. <laughs> no, it's fine. No one has the time anymore. Um, People who play the Witcher games barely have the time. Um, oh, I saw this because we'll. Oh, just this while you mention Batman be... quickly. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I think we mentioned it. Um, uh, anyway, um, 
the Batman and Eternals actor, Barry, uh, Barry Keegan, 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 Keegan. Uh, has been arrested in, Dub- in Dublin for impo- uh, public intoxication recently. Um, I think he got let off. Did he get I let off? I think he did get let off for that. Um, um, because everyone was comparing that to the infamous Ezra Miller that re- yes. well, I say recently, uh, since the last podcast, which has like been five weeks, he's been arrested twice. Uh, one um, in Hawaii for he's like, really going he's... for it, isn't he? Oh shit! Sorry, I should have said they uh, because that's Ezra they, Miller's, sorry, uh, yes. Ezra pronouns. I apologise profusely, um, but they were uh, arrested um, twice. They need help. Like, there's clearly some issues. There's there. clearly like, some mm. unaddressed. Yeah. Um, and I think because issues. of their actions, you know, I think. The Flash has been like so everything that he's been involved in has been delayed. Obviously, not um, Fantastic Beasts three because that recently came out and hasn't done well. Probably because of the fact that it's what is even going on with that anymore. I um, yeah, I don't even know what to think anymore. I don't. I don't know. Like yeah, the okay word on Fantastic Beasts quickly then. Gone. Um. I. I mean, A, what hasn't helped Fantastic Beasts is J.K. Rowling's comments over the past few years and her stance on certain yeah. things that there's a large portion of people that yeah. do not I, agree I, with I, I do have to address that we probably should have... Well, I definitely should have mentioned more to do with that when we've been talking about like the Harry Potter stuff in the previous yes. podcast and stuff. I do yeah. apologise for that. but It's uh, a fine line to I'll, walk because I'll definitely... it's kind of like, you know, you don't want to endorse her and you don't want to... Yeah. Because... I, as I said before, I, I read the um, the article she wrote for uh, I Feel a Sneeze Coming On. God, sneeze, bless you. No, it's gone. Tell you what, side note, that yes. is the most unsatisfying thing to ever happen to a human being. Yeah, it is. I'm really annoyed now. <laughs> Can't let out that anger on JK. <laughs> right. Uh, no. I've I've I read the article uh, why a long time ago that she mm. she wrote that was part of wasn't the only reason that she's getting controversy but it was the, I think it was it was the, it was the first main the reason f- main reason that it sparked everything yeah and um she she needs to talk to somebody like mm. genuinely needs to get over her shit because with all due respect to get her, educated but she yeah, yeah she is she is holding obviously some very deep uh, trauma uh, that she holds on to. And she's maybe not, and I don't know her at all. She's a public figure, but she probably hasn't addressed it in the healthiest way over the years. Yeah. And hasn't maybe got all of it out and stuff. Yeah. And is now using that as a basis to effectively judge an entire, you know, community Community, of people that she has no, like, no relation to at all and has no right, really, to be speaking for. Yeah. And it's like, that's I got that from reading the article once. Like it was that clear to me of like, mm. yeah, you you need some help. Like you stop pushing your shit onto other people. That's effectively what you're doing here. Yeah. You know, you're you're basically saying that because you've experienced certain things, other people shouldn't basically be allowed to be who they are because they're going to experience the same things. Yeah. Which is no. Yeah. Weird. You've, you've, you've. I understand your concern, but you're, you're, you're hitting it from the wrong angle here. You've completely misunderstood what's going on. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway. Um, 
yeah pretty uh, uh yeah so going back to like ezra miller like a second uh, arrest in hawaii island was due to a complaint of secondary assault because i think he tried to throw a chair at someone or something that's nice fucking, isn't fucking, it yeah that's nice mate but yeah it's you know someone mentioned on twitter it's like absolutely wild that ezra miller is still a major uh roles as dc in harry potter despite regularly assaulting people but johnny depp is fired for multiple roles because he was abused Less we said or not the better because that trial is currently ongoing um there's been some really interesting details yeah. that have come out about that. Yeah. I, I haven't been I looking too much into it. No, um, I haven't. I've read the odd thing that I've seen. Yeah. But, um, I've just been seeing memes of like Johnny Depp laughing in court, and I'm like, I just, <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's very kind of um, it's weird. It's also, a weird situation. Also, the lawyers are just a bit weird it's as well. Some strange situation. shit happening there. But yeah, Ezra Miller, I hope they get help. Um, but also, it, it's a good thing that stuff that he's to do is in um is uh uh uh, uh what am i saying hope he gets help but it's a good thing that his stuff has been delayed because it's obviously not right he's what he's been doing um yeah, it has to be some sort of repercussion yeah um uh, i've heard amber heard is only getting 10 minutes of screen time on aquaman 2 i think i've seen that rumor as well somewhere good if that's yeah. the case. But also, if it's only 10 minutes, why can't you just scrap the entire fucking thing? Like, How important is that 10 minutes? Yeah. I'm trying to think of another film where like 10 minutes of a film has been like so detrimental to the entirety of it. It has to be a fucking good film for that to be the case. I tell you what, those 10 minutes better be the ten best 10 minutes of cinema. If it warrants that, I'm trying to think. It. There's one on the tip of my tongue, but I'm not connecting the dots quite in my head. Of like, I I think there is a movie somewhere that is like a, a very famous actor shows up for the last ten minutes, uh, just like out of nowhere. What, Wonder Woman, the original Wonder Woman came in at like the post credit scene or something. Like that. I mean, that was the post credit scene. It's not the actual ending. No, yeah, yeah I understand what yeah. you mean. Yeah, kind of like that, but like but just so more pointless. kind of like. It's part of the plot. They're not just mm. a side character. It's just like, oh, hey, this character is here now, played by mm. this really, really famous person. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. It's a great ten minutes, but like. Seems, well, we could say that about the Batman. Seems a bit with strange. that cameo at the end, didn't need to be in it. It was a whole. Yeah, it's, it's been out for ages. It's on HBO Max, but the Joker's in Batman. Like that bit. Joker's in Batman. Yeah, didn't need yeah, to be in it. Yeah. I want to say like it's like. It's not an awful scene. What is that movie that I'm thinking of? Is it like yeah. Tom Cruise just randomly shows up in a film or some <laughs> shit like that? What? There's something that is, it's on the tip of my tongue. Yeah. I, there's just a, there's this, I've not seen the movie and that's half the trouble, but I know that yeah. there's a movie where literally it's got a great cast in it and then there's like a 10 minute scene towards the end. Where so many just a like character that. shows up played by a really famous actor. I was about to say, you... The first Fantastic Beast with Johnny Depp just shows up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I mean, it's kind of like um, that. But um, yeah, it's, it's, like, it's longer than that. It's like a good couple of scenes where they're like I, that's a, talking. I, that's but... a good thing. And maybe the original ending of I Am Legend, the last 10 minutes, ruined it for me. Yeah, that's actually a really solid film. But there's like, I can't remember which is like, which is which. Because it's like, there's one ending. Which is which. Because they, they did two endings. They did, uh, one ending was, like, Will Smith's at the end, and he, like, gives the body back of the, the zombie thing that he's uh, holding, because he's using it for experiments and stuff. 
and then the reason why zombies are after him is because they it's like they're almost like their own tribe sort of thing they want the body back they want the, the, the zombie back yeah so there's like one ending where he gives the zombie back and then they leave and then he escapes and then they just go on but then the other ending i may you might have to remind me which one it is xenon it's the one where he like pulls the pin and he blows himself up yeah and it kills himself and that's kills the original everyone. ending isn't it that's the original yeah because the survival I, ending yeah because on the, the yeah because has much more deeper meaning and stuff yeah. but like the one where he blows himself up i'm like what the fuck <laughs> yeah pulled the pin original yeah yeah, yeah. That's such a yeah. yeah really good movie up until that point i'm like i remember watching it and being like i'm not sure if i like that yeah, it's weird. The other ending is really interesting because it's it kind yeah. of hints towards like this idea that these things aren't necessarily zombies; they're just an evolution of the species, or, or devolution of species. Yeah, or something. but yeah. they have like still the same instincts and relationships, and they can yeah. understand and feel and and it's like, oh shit, this is like a weird kind Much of bigger like, than that sort of thing. Yeah. There's a lot more to this than just yeah survival. Yeah, which is interesting. That, that is a, that is a good example. Thank you, Zeno, for that. Um, yeah, I, I know what you mean. There's been so many films where, like, the last ten minutes or something has just been either pointless or just completely takes you out of it. Speaking of the Batman, as you just mentioned it, because uh, yep. I've just seen the thing pop up on my thing. Yes. Um, uh, it's <laughs> so, on HBO Max. Saw the thing pop up on your thing. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Ryan. <laughs> it's been a long day for us all. <laughs> it's been a while. It's been uh, a while. Um, yeah, anyway, Batman's yeah. come out. HBO Max. Yeah. Uh, it's also the sequel confirmed. Yes. Um, also, the news is <laughs> Pattinson and Kravitz returning, which means Catwoman Kravitz be in... is coming back. Catwoman's okay. going to be in the sequel. Okay, that's good. That's interesting. Which because make... a lot of people are like, I think that they'll like it'll be something different, and maybe she'll have a cameo in the next movie, and then she'll come back for the third one. Mm. But no, she's 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 going to be in it. Okay, that's good. Um, yeah, because we got I the. I kind of still see that. I feel like she'll come in like halfway through the movie. I don't think she'll be there. Yeah. Because she's obviously Catwoman. Because what was the point in the ending of... Bloodhaven, yeah. Yeah, what was the point Um, in the first one then? Um, No, the... uh, Because we have Penguin's show coming out with Colin Farrell, which I'm excited for. And also you have the the Arkham Asylum show that was the Gotham PD show that they were making. But it's now to do with Arkham Asylum. And speaking of Arkham Asylum... Um, this is how long it goes it was people there was a deleted scene that was revealed um, with the Joker and there was an interaction between Robert Pattinson's Batman and Joker I'd say really really good scene I could see why they left it out though yes yeah, completely understand it I'd say it is a better scene than what we saw of the Joker in the Batman you know between him and the Riddler I think it was a much better scene than that, but I can see why they left it out because it's like because it's it's one of those scenes that it just sort of explains why what is happening and because it's at a point that I think that's when the Batman realizes oh yeah he's doing it for attention and he's like thinking you're on his side and stuff and blah 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 I can't exactly remember what the scene was about but it was good and I really liked the way that they framed uh, the Joker in it where you don't fully see his face. It's like, you know, when you see his full face, it's blurred. But then when the close-ups, it's just on his eyes or just on his face. And it's like fucking grotesque, man. It's really good. Um, yeah. Really good choice for the Joker. Yeah, I liked Barry. it. I, I, I liked, really like I liked the, I liked I like the look of it as well. I liked the, the, the performance. I yeah. thought it was good. Um, yeah. I, I'm still holding out for something different from the Joker. 
Maybe as in like, look-wise or just like personality just, or just like anything? Just, just all of it. Just yeah. do something that is a little bit yeah. original. Like, original. Oh, yeah. I overuse that word too much on this podcast. <laughs> but like, it, like, I get it. The Joker's an insane clown. He's always going to laugh. He's always going to be crazy. Mm. He's always going to speak in kind of weird, weirdly riddles and things. Yeah. But like, I'd love to see a slightly more like maybe leaning more towards what Jack Nicholson did with the Joker before he became the Joker kind of more kind of mobster thing where it's like the Joker is is insane but it's not as completely obvious he's just doing things on the whim yeah mm. and then you as you get to know him more you get to see that he's actually more and more like oh god he's like properly he's in, not well yeah <laughs> um yeah, that's cool. I'd I'd love to see like a I'd love to see a Joker where he's never really loud. Hmm. That kind of goes against what the Joker is mostly yeah. in most adaptations of him. But I'd love to see a Joker that is quiet and is more kind of like when he does laugh, it's more of a creepy curling laugh that kind mm. of pierces you rather than a kind of ha I'm a madman chaos and all this. Yeah. He's still you know he's still the same character. He still vies for chaos, mm. but he just doesn't feel the need to be so. With it, um, with it being a deleted scene anyway, I think it does because like all deleted scenes, you can technically class as not canon. Yeah. So, I'm I'm sure that as it's a deleted scene, the next time we see this Joker, they'll probably make some design choices of how he looks and kind of how he acts. Yeah. They they have room to improve because I guess what they that's why they release this deleted scene is like, hey, what did people like about it? What didn't they like? And we'll just go with. Do you know what's really... Yeah, I find uh, that interesting. Do you know what, yeah, do you know what's interesting about... Yeah, exactly. More sinister and less yeah, theatre exactly, villain, I exactly. guess. Yeah. 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 Um, thanks for the clarification, Rosalie. Thank you, Ross. Um Yeah, I, I... I'd like... Yeah, I just want to see... I just want to see something different from the Joker. Like, mm. I, I feel like... I think what did The Joker is it? great, but I, I feel like... Again, it, it kind of... You know... The greatest performances cast such a big shadow, but I think Heath Ledger's performance of the Joker was so on the head, like so spot on what the Joker needs to be, that I feel like, even though I feel Barry, you know, Keegan's version of the character was different yeah. and was was definitely his own take on it, mm. it still feels like they they always build up to that point. Do you see what I mean? Yeah. They they start off as being individual, but they always go towards the Heath Ledger Joker. Yeah. As the end point for the character. And it doesn't rather than maintaining something that is slightly It doesn't really help the fact that we've seen how many fuckers now how how many fuckers? How many fucking jokers now since Heath Ledger's we've had So fuck, many. So it's not many. that long ago that we had Joaquin Phoenix as Joker. Like that's insane to me. Like how many times are you gonna do this? You know, I'm sure, like, when the next film comes out and if they ever do the Joker, it'll probably be great, but Joker still, is like... Joker in development. So, Joaquin Phoenix is still the Joker. Jesus Christ. Or a version of the Joker. Yeah. But I'm just but like... I, 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 let, it, yeah, let it breathe. Yes, let it breathe. Let it breathe. <laughs> I, I, I'd love to... Yeah, I'd love to see a I'd, Joker that's... I just I want to see a different villain for the next film. Like, you did the Riddler, which is... You know, we haven't seen a Riddler since Jim Carrey's. I mean, that was such a high bar to, to go against. Um... <laughs> <laughs> sooner we announce the next Joker as if it was the next Doctor I like that yeah that's a great comparison Barry Keegan's Joker is going to regenerate <laughs> that's what it feels like it is it feels yeah. like they 
next time so kind of on like, Batman. And do, do you know what the reasons? Are? I don't know whether we said this. When I'm we not even no, actually sorry. The the Joker was in fucking Gotham, the show. He was yeah. He was in it multiple times. Jesus multiple Christ. Jokers. Because there was you can't there get was, away from him. <laughs> there was Foker. There was like fake Joker, and there yeah. was like a real Joker. Oh my god! And then there was like a mention of another Joker that maybe so it maybe was like hinting at the fact that Too the two jokers. jokers that you've seen aren't actually the real Joker. Maybe they did the three Jokers thing like the comics. They were trying to do that. Yeah, I do want to read that actually. Apparently, it's that, not good. Is it not? Yeah, apparently, it's not right. good. Give it, give it, give it. Give it maybe anyway. I will. Um, like, um, maybe I will. Um, don't judge what I've talk heard. Talk to someone in the comic book store about it tomorrow, yeah. Um, yeah. and be like, "What's your opinion on this?" Might, yeah. might give it a go. I might be completely wrong, so each to their own. But yeah, I. <sighs> I'm, I'm only saying that because of what I've heard, but they might be wrong. It's an interesting concept. <laughs> 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 Joke could be like on repeat. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah, running back and I, forth. I, I. Yeah, I I think it's really um I think it's really interesting that it's um I this is a re- okay <laughs> get ready everybody oh, here, <laughs> here we, we go. go apologies in advance to Raz for this because I know how much you love Lego games oh. but that, that was a thing as well the Joker was in that <laughs> <laughs> fuck <laughs> the Lego Batman yeah Joker was in that but you know the character creator yeah. in the Lego games where you can yeah. make, you make your own versions of yeah. characters all your own I think games. objectively some of the best games ever made. Not even joking. I um I basically created a uh, there's this I don't know whether it's the animated show or it's the new animated adventures. I'm gonna have to find out. Mm. It might even be um it might even be it might even be the Batman. What the Batman game? No, the the, the, uh, two thousand and six animated show or two thousand and eight animated show. Okay. But it's there's a character where basically basically the Joker gets an apprentice who's called the Prankster. Oh, fuck. Yeah, th- this is an actual thing. Who's basically just like the Joker, but he wears like a more smart suit with a bow tie and is like younger. And he's like, basically the Joker kidnaps a child and basically in Joker fashion turns him into his apprentice. Nice. Um, a minute Isn't that just Robin? Apprentice. Isn't that just Jason Todd? Yeah, or the the spoilers, the ending for Robin in the new animated series. But this is in it. It's like a whole different thing. And it was like a whole, for the whole two episodes, two-parter, it was an actual, (laughs) it was an actual villain called the Prankster. And I'm going to have to find it one day. But it was, I created that in the Lego game. So it was basically just Joker in a smart suit. But like, if I was to play the Joker, that's what I would do. Yeah. I'd have like really short hair that was combed but green yeah. and I'd be like in a smart kind of almost like uh, top hat and tail suit but with like just white makeup just like the really old like uh, on stage performers like a mime like a kind yeah. of mime joker yeah, yeah, yeah. you know like a French mime joker um, <laughs> we really... what are you planning joker <laughs> yes why has this not been a scene <laughs> The Joker's standing on the other side. What have you done? And and Batman's like, imagine that, like... Trying to communicate with a mute Joker. Imagine that Riddler scene from the Batman where he's like, slams on the ground. What have you done? And it's just like... (laughs) (laughs) 
tell you what, I'm not sure. I think I did send it to you. Did you see the um the Adam? I did show you the Adam West trailer of the Batman. Yes, it's brilliant. Please go out and watch that. It's one of the funniest <laughs> things. Like it's so clever and it's so well it's done. It's so really well done as well. It, yeah, it's Adam West, but in the new in in, in the new the Batman, Batman trailer. Yeah. And God, it's got the coward. Some days you just can't get rid of a bomb. <laughs> Um, we got to watch that movie. It's, it's such, such a, a good, good film. So it's so good. funny. I love it. Um, oh, dear. But yeah, I, um, that's what I want to... Like, that's the kind of thing I was kind of describing. It's like, give us give us a different Joker, please. Yeah. Or, for the next movie, just give us a good Mr. Freeze. Yeah, or just a different villain. Just a different villain. Like, yeah. There's hundreds of Batman villains that you yeah. can do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of ex-Jokers, uh, a movie came out. And it was called Morbius, and it had a Jared and it had a Jared Leto in it. Here we go. One of my favorite actors of all time, that I definitely do not hate and think he's a fucking moron. Um, yeah, basically his movie was coming out, and he he basically hot take. I'm just picking on this dude now, and it's funny. Um, Jared Leto says that he doesn't think movie theaters would still exist without films. <laughs> actually come out of his mouth i think it did i just saw a headline of it on and i'm like you know what <laughs> that is hot take from chad leto <laughs> that must be a troll when did it come out no, uh, did it come it, right. it was it wasn't you even april 1st that. that's so bad it's just a meme at this point fuck me like but hey, like more stuff to do with Jared Leto and the saviour of film himself. Yeah. Uh, what else did he do? Obviously his film came out and apparently it was dog shit, not surprising. I definitely did not call that. Um, yeah, I think Mor- yeah, so Morbius bombed in the reviews. Morbius kind of did well on its first week at the box office. It earned like 70 odd million or whatever. Kind of well. Uh, and then the Sony origin story uh, saw a 74% drop off on the second week beating the previous holder Dark Phoenix which was at 72% and I think it is only just behind Steel that movie as like the worst second drop off ever for a comic book movie or I think a movie in general or whatever but my god (laughs) my god Um, also funny stuff to do in Morbius Um, April Fool's happened and one of the absolute uh, gems came out so so apparently um you know the, the man behind the 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 claim that all, all, all superhero movies are like theme park rides and stuff like that Uh-oh. martin scorsese himself he was quoted and i'm quoted with a bloody yeah whatever he says uh, i was uh, aghast to find out it was based on a comic book this is the truest height of cinema, and even I cannot top it. A wise man admits when he is wrong, and I was wrong. I apologise to all comic book movies. Hashtag Morbius Sweep. So, <laughs> this is just so fucking funny. Was because this from him directly? Or no, <laughs> this is an April Fool's. Yeah. <laughs> it's so fucking painfully obvious. But there's one person that did not think that, that actually took it. Tyrese, who is in the film, and he is obviously of Fast and Furious fame. He basically said, wow, wow, wow. I can't believe what just happened. Whoa. Cheers and hats off to you at Daniel Espinosa for this. uh, This is so amazing, King, because Daniel Espinosa is the director of Morbius. Um, This is the king of kings of cinema, Martin Scorsese. This is huge. 
and he like put that on Instagram and everyone just t- took the fucking piss out of Tyrese because yeah, yeah. it's like the fact that you thought Martin Scorsese called Morbius the height Martin of Scorsese cinema Scorsese has never seen a superhero movie in his life <laughs> I'm sure he's seen one or two do you think he would love the Batman I think he would wouldn't he I bet he'd like the Batman Batman yeah yeah because if he doesn't like the Batman then cinema's lost the man just needs to find his sense of humour yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't agree with like his comments of like you know theme parks and not being cinema and superheroes I've got, I've got my takes on that but I just find that fucking hilarious about the fact that he like called Morbius cinema and like it, Tyrese falling for that oh my god wait <laughs> surprisingly profited at the box office did it did Morbius actually do- Morbius box office I feel like it's very hard for any what superhero movie not to profit at the box office nowadays though box office is that mojo. not a thing like I feel like it's very kind no, of no cause well, worldwide, I'm on Box Office Mojo, which like IMDb stuff like that. It's kind of it's kind of reliable. So worldwide, it's made 157 million. What was the budget? There's a bat and a ginger pear guy. Morbius budget. I don't. I think it was like 100 million. 75 to 83 million, and one of the you kind of have to go either way on this because I'd I'd agree with this take. It's that most movies you double the budget based off of the uh, marketing that it had. Morbius had quite a bit of marketing behind it. Yeah. It was on buses. It was on trailers everywhere. Oh, it was on buses. Yeah. So it had a pretty good... So I'd say you double the budget, and that's effectively what it cost to make. Yeah. So it's just about breaking even. Just. So, and in, and in Sony's minds, that's a failure. Because <laughs> Sony wants to make this universe... Um, of Spider-Man characters that don't have Spider-Man in it, which is the best idea ever. Actually, that's the worst you... idea ever. Nah, man, what are you talking about? Why, why don't you believe in Spum? And I call it Spum because they call it the Sony Pictures. Uh, no, Spider-Man. My so wait, Spum. Had... It's it's called Spum because that's the acronym S- of Spider Sony's Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel Characters. Spum. Spunk. Spunk or something. Which it's something good. like No, no. It's something <laughs> like that. I heard it from another podcast, which is amazing. Um but yeah, Spunk is happening. Um But what was it? There's a, there's another thing that they announced literally like the other day, and it's fucking hilarious because it's like, what are you doing, Sony? Oh that was it. So a new Spider Man spill a spin off film has been announced. Yes. El Muerto. Do you know who that character is? I've heard of it. Really? Yes, I have. El Muerto? He was only in two comics. I, okay, I've heard of the Spanish phrase. Uh, okay, you've heard of the Spanish. Or the phrase, Latin okay. Latin phrase. Yeah. So. Like, uh, Spanish. I, yeah. So I saw. Like, I saw. Spanish. I saw someone say this. Morbius failed, but I'm sure we'll have to better success at throw darts at a board of uh, the characters that they have the rights to. El Muerto. I've been reading Spider-Man for decades, and I even I had to look up who El Muerto is. <laughs> he was in two issues of Friendly Neighborhood Spider-Man 17 years ago. Wow. And they're making a fucking film about him. They're making a film character. about him, man. So, yeah, new Spider-Man film in the works, El Muerto, and in the works, and it's set to start Bad Bunny. Whoever that is. Oh, I mean... Oh, no, it's failed already. Um, El Muerto sounds like a WWE character. Like, fucking... Uh, or... GTA. Sounds like a <laughs> yeah. generic guy named for yeah. GTA. Yeah, El, El that's Muerto it, right? sounds like the gang Bad Bunny. Like, 
I don't think he's ever acted before. And it's like, you know, fair enough. Like, he could be one of the greatest actors of all time. You can end up doing amazing. But chance of that. I mean, did you ever see Jared Leto, 30 Seconds to Mars, and what he did? Um, maybe he should have stuck with singing. I might be in too harsh on Jared Leto. No. <laughs> no, okay. Don't Good. Think, I don't think we've reached that. There's times yet. when I sit back and I'm like, do I go too hard on him? <laughs> Probably not. I'm Bad Bunny. Is this Bugs Bunny gone lo- wrong? I'm loving the uh, I'm loving the uh, emotes that we're putting with Spunk, oh, guys. So that is Spunk. We've got it. Um... Spunk. <laughs> uh, Bad Bunny is a, a singer rapper. He appeared in WWE recently. I knew he would be. I knew he said WWE. Of course he would be. That that is what. That goes are, what are Sony doing? Because all right, if I was the exec of Sony, and you're like, well, fuck, we can't use Spider Man because he's in the MCU. Can't use because him. we sold our soul Whatever. to because because we needed help. The best idea you've got when I mean, you look at the entire roster of Spider-Man universe characters, I don't know Miles Morales, but live action. You know, you've done your animated film or whatever, but if you really want to like do this whole fucking build your own universe thing, you've got Spider-Man 2099, who is like a I think of Mexican origins and stuff like that. So if you want to go down that route. You've got Spider-Gwen, you've got Spider-Man, all these other yeah. Spider-Man, you've got Ben Riley. you've got Spider-Woman, Jessica Drew, you've got... <sighs> what are you doing? No, <laughs> El Muerto. What are you doing? <laughs> um, or... He's he... actually... I'll tell you... No, this is what... <laughs> Fucking... <laughs> he's actually never lost a match in WWE, it's weird. <sighs> I tell you what, that's, that's, that's his CV. That's why they went to him, and you're like, you know, you're an entertainer. You've never lost... In WWE, you're an entity. Here's this contract. A contract, contract. I'm contract. I'm, contract. Contract. I'm fucking done <laughs> talking about Jared Leto all the time. Lost less matches than the Undertaker. Yep. Damn. Speaking just... of Sony and things that they're semi doing right. Yeah. Um... Semi. Well, I mean, also like, Spider-Man into Spider-Verse uh, has been delayed till yeah, 2023. Yeah, across the Spider-Verse yeah, yeah, yeah. has been delayed till 2023. Yeah, it's just, you stole my headline. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I did remember um, that. What also we got is apparently there's a title for the third one already. It's called Beyond the it's Spider-Verse. It's called Beyond the Spider-Verse. That's a pretty good title, to be fair. Which is quite good, yeah. 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 It's quite good. Um, I don't know Spider-Man Beyond. Um, don't know Don't know what. Spider-Man Beyond, well, I guess it's just a trailer. But like Inter, like, Across, Beyond. I, I, I guess it's... Well, uh, more information. More information came out about like into the Spider Verse. Mm. Uh, no, across the Spider Verse. God, fucking! It's like Homecoming, No Way Home, and No. Yeah. Fucking... <sighs> yeah, they like doing it, don't they? Thank you, Sony. Yeah. No, that's fine. I, I forgive you. Um, what was I about to say? Uh, across the Spider Verse. Yeah. So into the Spider Verse, I think I had about sixty characters. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> just remembered ridiculous titles. Dawn of the Planet of the Rise of the. <laughs> I tell you what, I look, I look, I looked on Disney Plus this morning, yeah. and they actually had a fucking list of the amount of Planet of the Apes movies there were, and we went through them. Yeah, there's like the Battle of the Planet of the Apes. It's like, they're all there. <laughs> they're all there. They're they all, all on Disney Plus, and they're there. <laughs> the Battle of the Dawn of the Rise of the Planet of the Ape Men. Who's warring? <laughs> At war. <laughs> At war. <laughs> Um, Jesus Christ! Yeah, so yeah, so like uh, Into the Spider Verse had about sixty characters, and I think <laughs> probably double the four. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Nice, Anakin. Um, yeah, so Into the Spider Verse had sixty characters, and I think Across the Spider Verse has about two hundred and forty. Um, me when I get up in one dawn. That's lovely. So Raj just says, uh, "Me when I get up in the morning, dawn of the battle of the rise of the man getting out of bed." <laughs> yeah. 
That's the next Planet of the Apes movie. That is. Yeah. Yeah, that's what we want to see. It's basically just... Raz is an ape. This is just 190 yeah. minutes of just a lion. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Across the Spider-Verse has about 240 characters, and I think it has about like six different universes, uh, where it's going to have like Spider-Gwen, Jessica Drew. Obviously, um, Oscar Isaacs, Spider-Man 2099, Miles Morales. Yeah. Going all out. So you think Multiverse of Madness is going to go fucking insane? With cameos and this shit. This is just like, let's get all the Spider-Men. Yeah. I'm sure it'd be good, though, because Into Spider-Man was good. Mm. It was fine. Didn't the original Peter Parker watch out? Uh, yeah, got to. Everyone, he, was a, he was a fan favourite, wasn't he? The original Peter Parker. That was in... Uh, Do you think they get him to voice him? Jake. That would be cool. Yeah. Maybe. Because we, we met Peter... Peter B. Parker. Peter B. Parker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. But not, um, not original Peter. Yeah. Uh, also, they announced uh, Venom 3, because we need another Venom. Oh, great. Wonderful. Yep. Good stuff. I like the second one. First one's dog shit. <laughs> <laughs> Quick reviews. Um, or go so back and you, listen. Do you remember that... Um, this is an interesting segue. This might trip everybody out with a little, little trip down memory lane. Do mm. you remember the Percy Jackson series of films that never went anywhere? Yes. First one was all right, wasn't it? Yeah. So Netflix have the rights to them. Yes. They acquired them recently. Yes. Um, and in fact... They also acquired something else that we'll talk about in a minute because I watched a yep. video on it yesterday. It was really interesting. Yep. Um, but Disney, they've they found their Percy for their Percy. Yes. Right, I, I saw this, but I don't remember is, him. Um, uh, Walker uh, Scovell, who is in, uh, in? the Adam Projects. Mm. Or the Adam Project with Ryan Reynolds. Um, yes, that recent film. Apparently, is all right. Apparently, which it's good. Looks, looks quite fun. Yeah, it looks good. Um, yeah. Might be one to sit down and watch in the evening mm. at some point. Um, yeah, might have to. But yeah, they've cast him in it. Uh, and Good. the reason I brought that up as well is, um, I didn't know, well, I did know this, but I'd forgotten about it because nothing's happened to do with it. <laughs> but Netflix have the rights to the Narnia series. Do they? Yeah. Fuck. And they're meant to be developing a series for it that covers, like, not just the first couple of books, like the films did, but, like, yeah. the whole series of Narnia. Jesus which Christ. is pretty, like... <laughs> sanity. <laughs> um... But also there was a uh, it was really interesting you know uh, Neil Neil Gaiman yeah you know Neil Gaiman you got book by yeah Norse mythology um, it's, yeah it's good and he's done mm. loads of comic book things and, yeah. and different things he, he wrote Dude, Sandman, Sandman which is getting a Netflix adaptation yeah. um, he wrote a, a short like comic book adaptation story called uh, like Justice for Susan or something mm. to do with Narnia um, or the problem with Susan um, basically. This is a little bit of a spoiler for anybody who... I don't know whether anyone's interested in reading the Narnia books, but... That's kind of died off um, a cliff, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, so. a little bit. Um, they've not aged very well. Or First movie's good. Not necessarily as well as some of their other peers did, but... Yeah. You know, maybe it's slightly telling of where the world is at. But uh, anyway, I didn't know this because I didn't know what the ending was in the final book, The Last they Battle. They all die. They all die, yeah. Oh, all, I was, that they, was a joke. They literally all die. Oh. They all get killed. The whole family, everybody that's ever visited Narnia, dies on a fucking train crash. It's okay, though, because they go to Aslan's country. So it's like they go to heaven. And they finally get to go to Aslan's country where Aslan hangs out by himself. But basically, it's like a metaphor for going to heaven. The only person who doesn't is Susan. Why? Because she's not present with them. Because she's given up believing in Narnia and is living her life as a 20-something hot shot in london or something but it's really interesting because that's the only mention of her name in the entire final book the fuck she's basically just written out of the series yeah and basically like uh, 
like the, basically the you know the author was like i didn't want to continue susan's story on and do like another book of what happens to her because i felt like it was it would be more of an adult novel than a kid's book yeah. because it would be dealing with like themes of because you know, we got to <laughs> oh i could have said something but really like, awful there the, the problem is is that basically the whole the whole thing with the narnia series is that the ending kind of comes off like it's not meant to come off like this but it kind of comes off like that her siblings are there after tragically dying but they're reunited with aslan in heaven yeah or in aslan's country it's heaven so they're reunited with jesus in heaven because they're true believers and this is all fun and good because she's but not if you're not a believer you you're... suffer a fate and then basically all your relatives talk shit about you for a couple of lines and forget you exist Despite the fact that back on the real world, you're about to find out your entire family's just died in a train crash and you're on your own. Jesus Christ. What the fuck? That's the treatment that Susan gets. So Neil Gaiman wrote a graphic novel that's called like Justice for Susan or something. Yeah. Which is really good. And it, it tells the story of like basically, a, I think it's a, a university literature student who goes with the problem of Susan to this professor and this professor has basically lived the same life as susan she's like the representative of susan she's an older lady now um and it basically kind of puts to the point of like it doesn't seem very good that this person aslan who mm. represents kind of like god and like you know holiness would punish people for not believing somebody who's meant to be so wise and kind and i mean that's technically christianity i mean that's technically general. kind of a reflection of christianity <laughs> but like do you know what I mean? Kind of, yeah, 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 yeah. When, when you've preached the entire, like, Narnia series that Aslan is, like, always watching and wise and above everything and is like, oh, no, it's all good. Like, everybody gets there in their own time. Except from Susan. <laughs> it's the, burning it hell. Of, yeah, it kind of feels like that kind of ending. Fuck. Like... No, and, I was about to say, because when you mentioned, like, oh, yeah, you know, just old fucking Susan. Yeah. And whatever, I, I was going to make the joke of... No, because you mentioned... The, the, they writ it in a way that they didn't want to make it an adult novel or whatever they wanted to make it a kid's book because yeah because you can indoctrinate kids and believe in God and stuff <laughs> you don't have to worry well, about really like, people the, growing up what's really funny is that, that I've forgotten his name his name is a fine if you believe in Christianity I actually don't have a problem with um, you it's just this is weird the author of the Narnia books didn't find his kind of faith until his late 30s yeah like, he didn't find it till later life and no. he even he, he admitted it so it was like that's pretty cool mm. you know um, but it kind of feels very weird the end of the Narnia series to I think a lot of the people that love it because they're like it's both really tragically poetic for Susan mm. but at the same time it's very unfair and it kind of goes against everything that you've kind of preached and also yeah. your own life experiences as a, as a person yeah. of like you didn't find it till you experienced more of life your own faith you know Susan should maybe she will find Narnia one day but it was just not her time to go mm. you know and it's like it's weird. Anyway, I bring that up because the video I watched was basically about this and about how the creator of the video, who's a fan of the Narnia series, was like, I really hope that the Netflix show addresses this yeah. when it gets to it and gives us like maybe an extra episode of Susan in later life. Yeah, it's Basically weird having now lived this tragic life where... Everyone she knows is dead. Everyone she knows is dead. Dead. And is like no longer around and she's now on her own and she has to kind of figure her way out and finds her faith again in a different way in her own way at her, her own time you know it's messed up it is messed up yeah. <laughs> um f narnia <laughs> yeah pretty f, much f and chat people we yeah, need to f and chat for narnia everybody <laughs> um uh, anyway that's really weird speaking of stuff that is going on netflix um wednesday 
these series about the Adams Family universe, whatever. Uh, Christina Ricci is returning to play Wednesday. Oh, the really? Little girl. Yeah. The the, the the actress that played her in the nineteen in the, in the, whenever that film the first film came out about uh, the Adams family. Um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. That was, well, yes. she 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 played uh, Christina Ricci played Wednesday, and then yeah, she's come she's coming back to play. No, Christina no. Ricci was also in Casper. I remember her in that movie. Casper's good film. I remember it. Um, I'm going to spitball off a couple of other things because I've still got quite a lot. Go for it. Uh, also, uh, Raz says, I look forward to a few years of time when they announce the Chronicles of Susan trilogy. <laughs> yeah, just the first season. <laughs> Get her own trilogy. Hey, that um, would be a good way of retelling the Narnia series. Yeah. Just focus on one character. That would be good. Yeah, yeah I remember really liking the first Chronicles of Narnia movie. Um, whenever okay. that came out, it's okay. It was sort in school. It's good. It's all right. It's 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 pretty good. And then Tilda Swinton in it and everything. It's yeah, cool. it's, it's really it's, it's pretty yeah. good. Um, the the second one was pretty good as well. The third one was I don't interesting. The second one. Do you not? Remember no, the I don't remember. One? I watched it. I just knew it was a squirrel Caspian. and Caspian was weird. It's kind of yeah. It's kind of weird. It's, it's kind of a very similar story. Oh really? Yeah. Oh cool. Nice. Um. Yeah. Hopefully it's good. The, nine, the Narnia books... The weird thing is, the Narnia books get interesting after the first three books. That's <laughs> it, and that's where they ended. <laughs> good stuff. That's where the shit gets real. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Suicide Squad killed the Justice League game. It's been delayed. Oh. 2023. Uh, this news came out a while ago, but I just wanted to address it real quick, because I was actually looking forward to that game. But, you know, with, with anything to do with animations or games, or which I think just movies in general, it's like, yeah, delay it. If you need more time to work on it and perfect it, go ahead. Do your thing. Because um, I, I really want that to work. Uh, Deadline have reported that Nova is in production uh, in Marvel Studios um, with Sabir Perzada, who uh, who did Moon Knight, or is doing Moon Knight, is writing a script. So we're going to be we're gonna be seeing uh, Richard Ryder, who is Nova. Stuff to do like the Nova Court and stuff like that. Um, I recognize that name. Yeah, they they like made a brief appearance in uh, Guardians, the first one, like the Nova Corps and stuff like that. But we're actually going to get the character called Nova, who's going to do stuff, which is good. More, no, more, more weird stuff. I want more weird stuff. Um, also, as well as we're doing at the moment and loving Liverpool FC, and we're going for the quadruple, even though it's probably not in our hands because uh, quick update, Man City are probably beating Le- Leeds still. Are they? God, if it's fucking. It was 1-0. It was half-time 1-0. No, it's 3-0 Man City. Go fuck yourself. Uh, <laughs> fuck off! Let's have something! No, we won it. Um, but however, LFC has started doing NFTs, which I hate, so can you not? Um, James Bond. That's a thing. Tins. Amazon Prime has greenlit James Bond television series. 007's Road to a Million. Film starts on the unscripted series this year and we'll see contestants competing in a global adventure to win the ultimate prize of one million. I have no idea what the fuck this is. Oh, this is a game show. It's just it's a game a show game about show. about stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's not long ago they had the uh, Harry Potter game show, which I never watched. Mm. I haven't heard much about, but apparently yeah. that's quite good. Uh, is it me always having superstar games just struggling in recent times looking at the likes of the Avengers game for example yeah. um, I'm trying to think of like other games that have come out as like superhero based like the Spider-Man games are doing good like Miles Morales second Spider-Man game's coming out 
later this year or the next year or something like that. Mm. I can't remember when that's coming out. Wolverine's coming out. It was made by the same developers in Insomniac. I'm looking forward to that. Obviously, we've got Arkham Knights coming out, which looks good. Arkham Knights looks good. Looks good. Uh, and then obviously... Knights, so I'm like... It, it, it's weird because it's like... Avengers is like the only bad game <laughs> it, like to do with superheroes recently, I feel. Because they did that Switch game, which was like Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which apparently was all right. Um, and what are the superhero games? Yeah, Avengers was just shit. <laughs> yeah, the Batman Arkham games obviously came out yeah, a fairly while, while ago which are decent <clears throat> so yeah I just feel like, it feels like um, I like I feel like game, games in general is a bit weird at the moment like yeah. delays are just kind of part of the business now well we've had like a massive <clears throat> um, bunch of games that have come out recently which mm. yeah we had Horizon uh, Forbidden West yeah which came out which is apparently really good and then we've just had Elden Ring so like some yes, of the biggest games, really good, yeah. biggest games already that have come out. So there's just like I think the next. I correct me if I'm wrong, Zine and, and uh, Raz in chat. Uh, I guess the next big AAA release or big game is probably God of War Ragnarok. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. Obviously, we just had one of the greatest games of all time just being released released in Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga. I mean, that is. That was incredible. Oh, why have they called it the Skywalker song? I genuinely actually want to get that game, though, because apparently it's really good. Don't do it, no. I want to get it. Don't, no. I want to get it. No. No. Uh, no. WWE put a fan server asking fans questions, uh, and one of the questions was about whether they would want NFTs, and everyone was like, hat and no. Yeah, fucking WWE and NFTs. Like, how would that work? <laughs> what, is... what the fuck? <laughs> NFTs and WWE, I can't stand. Just not. They make, they'd make it work. They would, they actually. Would, they'd make it work. The amount of fucking advertisements that go on in WWE oh, yeah. as well. In, uh, just, just in, in just American, American, general, American entertainment yeah. in general. Specific merchant wrestlers. I mean, that just depresses me. I don't want to think about it anymore. <laughs> um, <laughs> talk about that. Let's talk about something that's really exciting. Strange Things, season four. Uh, Good. Is happening. <laughs> yeah, did we speak about it on the podcast? I can't I remember. We, I think we spoke about. But trailer came out of it though. They've divided it into um, two bits. Yeah, I think we spoke about this, but we have recently seen the trailer to do with the first volume. Yeah, looks good. Yeah, it looks good. Massive. It? it looks. It looks pretty good. Yeah. Uh, um, what's his face is back. Genuinely looks like I'm. I'm really interested with the <laughs> mm. roundabout. I'm very interested with season four. Because season one through three, even though it, you know the, the stories get bigger and stuff, it kind of has the same plot structure. Yeah. Throughout the season, like the kids are always going to end up having to put their heads together to figure out the problem, which I'm sure this one will. But what I like about season four so far from the trailers we've seen, it's, it looks so much more expansive. It's taking place yeah. in multiple locations. It's going to be like it's leaning more into kind of different lore aspects. It's, it looks as though it's going to be following like three different arcs. Like with uh, what's his, what's his name? Hawk, like Hawkin. No, that's the actual town's name. Hopper. Hopper. That's it. Hopper's dealing with his Russian shit. Then there's like eleven and their shit, and then there's, uh, is it Nancy and, isn't that the three categories or th- three different? It's like because there's a really good poster. We don't we don't know how many there are. That I think that's the problem. Because like, there could be multiple. There was this really good poster that came out where it had it was like a triangle, and it was like three groups 
was on each not, side was instead of the. Uh, well, it might have been four. I don't really? know if I can. I think it was four. Ugh, I know which one you mean, though. It was really. It was a cool poster. I liked it. Yeah, I think the length of season four is much, much longer. To which it's good, given it's more expansive. Yeah, because it's each divided half into. Each has like five episodes. Yeah, it's and divided. Then they're like an hour, an hour and a half long yeah. instead of an hour. They're like feature length episodes. Yeah, which is and pretty it's cool. Split into two volumes, which is great. Um, yeah, looking forward to that. Yeah, um, definitely. I'll get looks, onto looks, that. Looks super cool. Which D and D monster is going to be the inspiration for the villain? What was the inspiration of the f- season two? Right, so let's go through each season because I thought it was just a demigorgon. So demigorgon was the first mind flare. That was a mind flare. Yeah, Wait, the big thing they call the, the mind flare. Do they not call it the mind flare or the hive mind? I can't remember. <laughs> I think they call it the mind flare. Yeah. And that was season two. Yeah. Oh, what, the big smoky monster thing. Yeah. Oh, okay, that's what the it was. The one that controls yeah. minds, because that's what yeah. mind flares do. To be honest, I think I watched like Stranger Things yeah, before. Mind flare, yeah. I think I I got uh, into D and D after I watched Stranger Things, so I don't remember the the references. It went over my well, head. Well, the, the thing. thing that we see at the end is like a weird person, flesh monster with tentacles coming out their back. Oh, in season four. In yeah. season yeah, four's yeah, trailer, yeah. which interesting enough, I, somebody pointed this out the other day, and I was like, "Oh, that's really interesting." Yeah. But like, there's a, there's a scene where Max is like getting lifted in the air, and she's yeah. like in the air, and she's in the exact same pose mm. as that creature is when it's coming like down from the ceiling. It's gonna be Vecna. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's gonna be a lich. Oh yeah, nice. Or, or inspired by a lich, so basically like undead wizard. Sweet. Or, so what was, what I mean, was the, the... the inspiration behind it is very loose for, for the Stranger Things. What was the thing in Monster. season three? What was that technically called in that D&D was the mind terms? Flare. Oh, that was still that the mind was flare. still the mind flare. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. In That's season sweet. two, it was more of a shadowy mind flare villain. But then it actually And then you had the little dog this. things, which I guess were like demi-dogs. Which are like demi-dogs. Ex- ex- well, that's what they call them. Really? <laughs> yeah, they called them demi-dogs, didn't they? Nice. But I think they were, <coughs> they were like a weird mixture extension of like, you know, the demigorgon basically mm. just continued yeah um, that's cool and then the mind flare was actually in season 3 nice that's cool stomping around doing what it um, is. but yeah uh, I'm really interested to kind of see what they do with it I'm really interested to see what this haunted house aspect is about and what yeah. the ticking clock is and all of this stuff it's really cool yeah that's good <laughs> um, I'll save those till near enough the end or yeah. depending on how long we want to go on for because I, I can go on all night it's up to you mate oh, whenever you get whenever you get tired day. just say um, we got some new characters confirmed for the season 3 of The Witcher on Netflix oh yeah any um, any big ones from the games or anyone that uh, I recognise I probably wouldn't but I don't know I I think they've just been announced as joining the cast. I don't think we've got characters yet. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. actually. Oh, actually. Oh, hang on, hang on a minute. <gasps> Give me a second. Uh, we've got developing this we've news got... right here. Um. Yeah, I've still got a bit of news. Fuck. Uh, Menga Xian, who was in Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Yep. And Robbie Amell. Nice. Uh, who plays the lead in the up? Uh, in the sci-fi series uploaded upload sorry I've never, I've never oh yeah much. I think I remember that <clears throat> yeah uh, Amal will play uh, Galatin mm. a born fighter leads an army of gorilla I'm not even going to try to pronounce that name uh, fighting on behalf of the Nilfgaard nice um, Zhang will play Milva 
a human huntress adopted by the dryads of the Brookalong Forest. Sweet. Good stuff. Um, Raz says, speaking of AAA games as well, Nintendo Switch Sports came out today. Oh, sweet. That'd be something to get. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Because you recently got a Switch, Raz. <clears throat> and we're going to leech off you. <laughs> um, you know your favorite director. Uh, which one's this? Uh, are you being sarcastic or are you being, being sarcastic? Who do I hate as a director? Well, maybe not hate, but. Or who do I not like as a director? Who do you not like as a director? Your favorite director. It's coming back at you. I don't know. It's coming back at you. Do I not like directors? Jared Leto is a director. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, technically, yes. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, okay, right. Spit it out. Yeah. Um, Zack Schneider is back. Oh, yeah, I don't like him. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. So, no, I'm quite respectful he for a director. Oh, no, I'm set not. photos from the production of Rebel Moon. Yes. Rebel Moon. Um, um, it's a Netflix film. Netflix again. It, used, it was going to be a Star Wars film, but he took the rights and just made it his own yeah. thing. Yeah, so he's made it basically his own... Like, his own sci-fi, sci-fi thing. Sci-fi thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, looks, it looks pretty good, actually. Yeah. Um, oh, all, uh, all of his Jumon movies. Jumon Honsu uh, is yep. in it. He's probably going to die. His, his character photo is that. Oh, fuck which, yeah. Which looks really cool. And then there's like a... Oh, there's a ramp and practical sets. And, <laughs> there's a ramp. Oh, look oh. at that. Really <laughs> oh, there's like... And people are like, yeah, this is going to be like the new Star Wars, and people are making all these comparisons. Oh, I'm, I have stuff to say about that in the do Oscars, you? mate. I do when we talk about that because I kind of want to leave the Oscars to the last little bit of news. So, do you know what I've always wanted? And I think it may have happened before, um, but I don't think it has. More Batman. Apart from that, okay. um, it, this is. Imagine a world in which David Attenborough. No, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is not going to be very good, is it? <laughs> no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Voices, a dinosaur documentary. Oh, like one of his wildlife yeah. programs. Oh. Well, guess what, ladies and gents? It's happening. <laughs> I think I remember seeing this somewhere. It's called Prehistoric Planet. Fuck yeah. Um, which they've completely ripped off the title of... Um, uh, Prehistoric World or something? Prehistoric Planet, no. Prehistoric Park. Prehistoric Park. Park, that was which it. Which I loved as it was kid. great. That was so good. It was amazing. When they brought back dinosaurs through a time portal. Yeah, it was, great. <laughs> it was so good. It was great. Um, and what was his name? That wildlife guy. Did I know thing. exactly who you mean, but he's he great. Was, he was great. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna Google it. Look that up. Fucking, That's a bit of nostalgia. Uh, but anyway, Prehistoric Planet is happening, and David Attenborough is indeed voicing it. Yes. As if it was a wildlife show. Nigel I, Marvin. Nigel Marvin. Good on you, Nigel legend. Marvin. Nigel. Oh, that was so good. <laughs> You've unlocked a cool memory. Yeah. You're welcome, Zeno. I literally ascended. Go, go prehistoric Park. Welcome to Prehistoric Park. Oh, oh good. God. The we have to watch it after this. Mate, do you think they'll like make a multiverse movie when they bring back Prehistoric Park? Mate, I, Steven Spielberg's going to do pre, pre, a Jurassic Park, Park and then bring back... Nigel Marvin. Nigel Marvin in the next Jurassic Park film. Jurassic He's World. in Jurassic, Jurassic World Dominion. He's oh, just coming speaking in. of Jurassic World Dominion. Um, yeah, trailer of that came out. I haven't watched it. Colin Trevorrow, who's yeah. directing it, oh, yeah. um, says that he wanted the dinosaur baddie. I wanted something that felt like the Joker. Yes, so we make a Jurassic World film about the Joker. Are we going to have a velociraptor jumping down the stairs to a Nazi um, fucking song? Oh, I don't know what's... <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, that, that hit hard. Oh no. Joke is a good movie, but that one bit that is. Was, that's a bit. Mm, it's a bit weird. Mm, <laughs> a bit weird. 
Yeah. That guy profited weirdly, money off of that. Yeah, weirdly fits from the character though. Um, <laughs> I, I love it that somebody's, I'm top, just, somebody's top comment on Hollywood Deadline's Instagram or Twitter post for this is, what's the dinosaur going to do? Complain about society? <laughs> I'm just picturing a fucking velociraptor in a tweed suit with a top hat just jumping, walking down I'm the just, stairs. I'm just, I'm just picturing it with eye makeup. I, I just... Wanna know how I got these scars? Just grinning all the time. Also, do you know why I hate that? I've not watched the Jurassic World. Ah, oh, you've ruined your childhood, Xenon. Oh god, I don't remember the CGI being this bad. Oh, that's what you can't do, man. You can't, <laughs> can't go back. Can't that, man. Whenever you remember something from your childhood, you can't go back because it'll ruin it. It's like watching Raven again and going, oh no. Oh, this is a bit choppy. Oh god. Um, <laughs> Sorry anyway, to I... City 1 4 0. Fuck off, City. Oh, Fuck off. Um, Dog shit. So, <laughs> basically, one of the things I don't like about the Jurassic World films mm. is the, the 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 evil dinosaur is the same in each one. Um. Yeah. It's, no. So what it is? is it's it not like, just like a modified. It's dinosaur. So the first one. one, it's it's a T Rex and a Velociraptor hybrid, which is ridiculous. So it's just a big T Rex and it's just a big white T Rex. Big big T Rex. Uh, and then the second one, it's again the same thing, but it's it's like when you get a um, a liger or a tigon. Yes. You know that when you interbreed those two and they're one of them, great liger animals. is fucking huge, and a tigon's a smaller massive. one. They are literally pre- like prehistoric. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's the same with that, where it's like, yeah, the, but but the second one in Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom, the primary gen- genome is a raptor. is a raptor. Yeah. And then, oh god, that film was so dumb because they're one of the. Sorry, I'm not sure. If, little not side that. rant, but it's like one of the things in that movie. It's like, oh yeah, well we made this like prehistoric animal, and it's like the raptor T Rex hybrid thing. And they're like, we've developed this technology. I appreciate the <laughs> <laughs> jazz hands. Uh, we've de- developed this technology so that if you point a gun at a target and then you press this button, then the red light that it comes from, like you know, the the pointer. Oh, fuck. I am laser such pointer. a such a boomer, laser pointer. <laughs> <laughs> you are you're right, Grandad. <laughs> no, no. Um, so if you point a laser pointer and then you press this button, it emits a signal that it will cause that raptor to go and attack that target. And I'm just like, you're literally holding a gun. <laughs> <laughs> you're literally. This is a world in which guns exist. <laughs> so we could use these animals for like stealth operation missions and I'm like I'm pretty sure a gun with a silencer is more quiet than a velociraptor coming and eating your face you have, like, you, get, you, have a, you have a gun that you can hit someone from a kilometre away yeah, why do you need to get anywhere near them it's yeah. so dumb that film yeah that's anyway that, oh god yeah. anyway and the third one is the same it just looks like another I'm like it's, it's just, it's just a T-Rex like... oh god fucking I know but they got feathers now so I guess it's more Historically accurate, the dinosaurs. I guess. I... <laughs> yeah, good I stuff. Don't <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Anyway, um, um, some interesting stuff here. Um, yeah, good. Some interesting stuff. Uh, uh, what are we looking at here? Um, just days into production of Fast X. Oh, yeah. Director Justin Lee gone. is stepping down from the role, saying that with the support of Universal, have made the decision, difficult decision to step back from the director of Fast X yeah. while remaining with the project as a producer. Yeah. Creative differences, apparently. Yeah, I wonder how many millions they're wasting um, just keeping the actors in limbo. Uh, also, news for that: yeah. Brie Larson. Yeah, she's in it. Is is 
now part of the cast. Again, a bit like Doctor Who, I guarantee I can guess what is going to happen in this movie. Brie oh, yeah. Larson, hit, hit me with Brie, it. Brie Larson is is the baddie. Yeah, she goes to space because it's SpaceX, like Fast X. Okay. They go to space. They should have called it Fast Ten. Your sweet belts, but whatever. <laughs> 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 that's amazing why haven't they what are they doing writing these <laughs> what are they oh doing? no that is dad puns for days um sorry but yeah Brie Larson is the bad one she's the bad the bad the bad bad girl and she's the villain she goes into space and then Dom's gotta get his family together and go to space <laughs> they have a fight and then them kiss and make up and Brie Larson's part of the family just like the last film yeah, no, that's what I happened. guess what's going to happen as well. He's going to be like, she's my sister. <laughs> because that's, <laughs> that's what's happened in both of the previous things. Yes! <laughs> oh. I have a secret child in Fast 8. I have a secret brother in Fast 9. I have a secret sister. Well, you know, a secret mother in yeah. Fast 11. Yeah, and then dad is going to show up. Well, and... dad's dead, isn't he? Is he? That, that was in well, Fast At least 9. we think. <laughs> no, because that was the point. Again, sorry, tangents of shitting on movies. It's like Fast 9. The whole concept is Dom's brother is back and he's a hired assassin or whatever but there's a history between the brothers is like because their dad was in a fast nine whatever fucking movie this is fast eight is the one with the kid and actually fate of the furious yeah because i I get it fate and eight even though it's not the final one so it's not the fate of anyone yeah i i remember watching that and i was like do you know what it's whatever it's It's a decent movie yeah Uh, from like fast Five. It's like they're dumb. Fuck. Whatever. It's alright, isn't it? It's whatever. They should have stopped with Paul Walker. Um. But yeah, they're like. There's a history between the brothers because their father was in like a a a, a racing accident because he was a professional racer, and then they were like, what did, what caused the car to explode? <gasps> the brother of Vin Diesel's character was the last one to tamper with the car before it exploded and went on the racetrack. And you're like, how old were they at this point? How old? A, how old were they at this point? And then also, so that that means that like Dom Toretto's character's got a vendetta against his brother. He hates him because he killed his father. It's like, hey Dom, did you ever go up to him and ask? <laughs> did you ever have a conversation with him? <laughs> did you ever talk about Toxic this? Masculine leads in movies, man. Yeah. You did you ever talk about shit? You know, this could have easily been fixed with a post-it note or something like. Oh yeah, by the way, mate, I didn't kill dad. Contrary to... <laughs> By the way, mate, I didn't to, kill Dad. Sorry, bro. Yeah, sorry, bro. Just have a conversation, you know. You've never had a conversation with him after that? Dude, seriously. And then that's what they do at the end of the film. They have a conversation, have a heart-to-heart. He's like, I didn't kill my dad. And then they, he joins the family. It's like, all right, cool. You're part of the family. Fast family. <laughs> Fast family 11. <laughs> I don't fucking know anymore. <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Raz says, I remember I used to think that uh, the kids fell off a raven and got zapped and actually died when it was really sad until my dad told me they didn't. Yeah, that was terrifying. That, that was, was amazing. I never watched the raven. Also, I used to think that the hooded things that used to come after them were absolutely scary as fuck. <laughs> the Grim Reaper looking things. Jesus Christ. <laughs> what have you guys been watching? <laughs> have, you, have you not watched Raven? No, I didn't watch the Raven. Oh my. I watched like... Right, Christ- we are having a movie I watched, night. I watched like and Crystal Maze and shit. nothing but Raven. Hmm. I it's watched... gonna be that so raven. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Anyway, um, back to another movie franchise back... that we all adore, Avatar. Oh yeah, it's got a name. It has a name. Have you seen the concept of the actual stills of the movie as well? Uh, no. I'll get that up. Get that up. I'll get that up. Do that. 
Uh, it's called The Way of Water. Yeah, this is very good. Looks, this is cool. Sounds good. This is very, I like that. It's a cool name. I like yeah, that. I'm trying to get them pictures. Um, fucking hell. Just, just fill. I'll tell you I'm... what, this, this, this second Avatar film is never going to live up to the hype, is it? <laughs> thing is, it might be a better film. Because the first film's a bit generic. A bit generic. A bit generic. Yeah. Like, visually stunning, but... Um, the way of water. This one's got a lot of water in it. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Holy don't, don't, shit! Don't know whether anybody knew that, but uh... Jesus Christ! Who'd have thunk it? Oh God, I'm just realizing. You're gonna watch to too much Jane McKenzie in one night. Oh, you'll go, Scot- you'll go Scottish. Scottish. You'll be proclaiming that the challenge has begun every time the you wake up. Has begun. Um, water. Because <laughs> isn't Kate Winslet in this one? Uh, she is. Yeah. She is in this one, yeah. Yeah, she's she's the one that broke the record for the longest time she held her breath underwater as an actor or something. Yeah, which is I cool. Think. I mean, great. Amazing. Oh, I'm trying to find these fucking um, pictures. Man. Uh, you, you okay? Uh, Ryan is... My fingers are getting tired of scrolling too much. Jesus Christ. Just Phil. Just we'll um, we'll be with you after these Avatar. Mess- we'll be with you after these This messages. episode is sponsored um, by... This episode is sponsored by... Um, whatever you like. You know, toilets, if need be, because toilets are useful. Everyone should have a toilet. Go get yours now. <laughs> fucking Here we are. There they are. There they are. Boom. Oh, my God. Great watermark. Boom. Yeah, who cares about the watermark? Boom. Oh, my, oh my gosh. This, that's beautiful. It's actually a beautiful-looking film, which you can never doubt James Cameron in doing. Um, yeah, it looks fantastic, visually, which, of course, it would, because they it looks, fucking... It looks incredible, yeah. I mean... Like cool. I'm actually like intrigued to see what this. They've be. had over a decade to make the sequel. It better look fucking. Good. <laughs> it better be bloody good. <laughs> it better look fucking good. Um, no, yeah, because they 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 tried out new technology, didn't they? Of like filming underwater stuff and like the whole cinematography and shit. So, yeah, sure, it looked good. Um, I apologise if my audio was off because I was slightly out of earshot of the mic. But hey, we move on. Avatar looks pretty decent. I'm looking forward to that because. Shazam moved date, so it's not coming out the same day as uh, Avatar. Avatar 2, so, yeah. yeah. Um, Step aside, Shazam. I'm going to roll off a bit more news because we're getting onto that. God, like, Aaron, nearly two hours of just news. Going strong. Um, yeah. Activation Blizzard. I know this came out a while ago, but they settled the uh, sexual harassment lawsuit for mm. just $18 million. Cool. Thank you, Blizzard. Whatever. Uh, E3 has been cancelled. I mean, yeah, that would have happened years ago or something. I don't know. I don't even know what. Yeah, I was going to say E3. E3, E3, would it E3 happened hasn't already? happened in like... Three years? Three, E3 three years. years <laughs> I know there was a... Di- was there a digital one last year? Digital E3 sort of or something? But they've like cancelled everything. <clears throat> They're not doing a digital one or anything like that. Um, <clears throat> the Crow. Ah. The movie, The Crow. Ah. It's having a reboot. Ah. Bill Skarsgård ah. is cast as the lead role. Oh. The uh, the guy that played it, so uh, he liked oh, one him. Of, yeah, he's yeah. yeah. He liked one of your tweets once. Loved the bloke. Mm. He's a good bloke. Um, yeah, Jim Carrey says it's on it too. Oh, Bo Burnham uh, wins his first Grammy for Inside's All Eyes on Me. I'm pretty sure his um, Netflix special Inside won like three Emmys. Yeah. I think. Good. It's a fucking good thing. I love it so much. It's my favorite thing last year, or second favorite thing. I can't remember. Uh yeah, the makeup thing. Um, Tomb Raider game is in development with yeah. Unreal Five. Good. Need another Tomb Raider More game. Tomb Raider games. How, yeah. How long has it been since the last Tomb Raider game? 
2012? Been a fair while. Well, 20, I don't know. Was there one in 2012? I have no idea. You know what? Tomb Raider games. Look them up. Who is to it. say? Go on. Look up that shit. Uh, E3 is kind of suffering um, as so many companies are just holding their own announcements of games now. Nintendo Directs, BlizzCon, Xbox. Yeah, that's a, it's a shame though because I, I did like the whole collaboration between all of them together to build to build a show on their own. Yeah. Um, where did I get up to? Fuck, I've lost it. Tomb Raider Reloaded. Yeah. 2022. Shadow um, of the Tomb Raider. Cool. Oh, I kind of want to talk about this. Oh, that was, yeah. Shadow of the Tomb Raider was the last, like, official big game. Yeah. Came um, out in 2018. There we go. Uh, do I shit on Jared Leto even more? Because it's funny. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Let me briefly shit on him again. Because obviously, you know, he gets up to his fucking um, method acting antics and yes. stuff like that. A bunch of other news has come out about people's opinions on method acting, whether it's good, bad, shit, completely pointless, or... Um, wild takes and stuff so Jared Leto obviously was um, it was said that him on set of Morbius he would take too long getting to the toilet on breaks and stuff because he'd literally use crutches to get everywhere to the point where the director was like just use a fucking wheelchair come on because we're at, like production was actually being halted and you know yeah. postponed for like a day because of his just fucking stupid degree. it's like my opinion of method acting is do it fine do whatever it makes for you to if you feel comfortable in doing or whatever but if it actively affects other people around you well, stop that, i mean it's interesting isn't it because like one of the most notorious ones is daniel day lewis who is yeah because like did he affect anyone around him? i don't i've never like, heard like... any stories but he is a multiple oscar winner yeah he's and like he's, one of, he's, he's arguably the greatest actor of all time in like many cases in many cases so. as far as like I think he's won the most Oscars out of anybody hasn't he yeah so, like, I mean uh, technically he's according to the academy yeah. he is the best yeah, but... statistically speaking statistically, yes. um, although I have to say I mean Meryl Streep has a shout there probably yeah she's won probably more than him um, yeah how um, many times has she been nominated not too many it's like 16 or something yeah. done like that that's like... um but yeah, method acting, I'm fine with it as long as you don't affect others around you. And also, you be careful because obviously you have like the cases of Heath Ledger and stuff. That is a shame. Um, but then like people like uh, Mads Mikkelsen has come out and uh, Robert Pattinson has come out. I've had their talk about method acting. Um, some of the cases I'm like, eh, whatever. So Mads Mikkelsen says it's like it's uh, fucking stupid mm. and it's pointless because what if you're in a bad movie and it does terrible? So he doesn't. He's not all for method acting. Yeah. Again, it's your opinion. I don't necessarily agree with it because it's like you know, everyone's got their own ways of getting into their characters and stuff. Yeah. Some people just turn up and read a script and fuck off. Some people actually want to learn and you know do your research, or whatever. It's your job. Robert Pattinson says um, you may only see uh, people do method acting when they're playing an asshole. You never see them playing a nice person, a method acting nice person, which mm -hmm. is that's actually fucking good point that's, that's <laughs> actually quite true um, <laughs> um yeah uh, i had to write a whole dissertation on the ethics of method acting um christ well done raz on doing that what is your opinion raz i think you're a four studied method acting people would often use method acting where a role is so far from themselves yeah which that's funny though because I remember Jared Leto being in an interview where he was like, you know what, Morbius was, uh, you know, it was quite easy to get into because he, he reminded me a lot of me. He was most like me as a character. And I'm like, you're not a vampire, mate. 
you're not what There's questions here people <laughs> but you know cinemas wouldn't be there if movies were oh, if films weren't things <laughs> cin- oh, the savior of cinema himself i always think it's really interesting of like well we say that but like i mean i'm pretty sure that daniel lewis method acted for lincoln and he was brilliant in that mm. i haven't seen that film lincoln, but apparently it's good well, i mean depending on your opinions on mm. abraham lincoln wasn't necessarily an asshole yeah. he's a weird person though he i'm was, guessing i don't know he was i don't know nothing about it he was no he was quite, freed the slaves didn't he that was good on him uh, well i mean <laughs> well, you'd like to think he did he, he, yeah um he wasn't single-handedly <clears throat> responsible um oh that's something to get into fucking hell, i've got so much news holy shit <laughs> should we have a little bit of a break and talk about football go ahead um so apparently there's been trials happening recently as there always is in football for different rule changes and things um about having football being 60 minute matches mm. and having half an hour each way rather than 45 minutes each way and being 90 minutes long no um, I <clears throat> do you know what this comes across as me Money. is somebody's gone we need to fit there's more stuff in the schedule so many more games that, right let's yeah. make the matches shorter <laughs> yeah exactly um, oh god yeah Football's weird, man. Especially recently. Yeah. Uh, da, 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 da. We'll get onto the Oscars in a minute. Quick little thing. You know Scrat from Ice Age? The little, little squirrel thing. And it goes around trying to find its acorn. And it's destroying the entire planet and such. Oh, yeah. Um, well, as part of when Disney acquired Fox, they acquired mm. like Ice Age and stuff like that. They acquired Blue Sky Studios, who did it. Um, yeah, because I think uh, Blue Sky Studios also did Ice Age, Robots, Rio, Spies in Disguise. And because Disney are Disney, they shut down the company in, in April 2021. But some animators got together that did Ice Age. And they, they released like a little 30-second clip of Scrat getting his acorn and eating it. And then oh, leaving. that's cool. I it's like so that. sweet. It's so humble. That's it's really just, cool. yeah. So it would be really funny if you got the acorn and then started to eat it and the meteor came down to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But hey, it's it, it's such a cute little thing. Yeah. Just, why not? Um, yeah, that was a little thing that came out. Uh, Star Wars, what have I got about that? Skydance That's New great. Media, led by Uncharted Code co- uh, creator Amy Henning, is creating a new Star Wars game. That's cool. Uh, the oh. game is described as an action adventure featuring an original Star Wars story, AAA game. Cool, Uncharted. Making how, a... how many Star Wars games <clears throat> are in development right now? A lot more than what they used to be because it isn't just primarily owned by EA, which is good. Like, so there's like Eclipse. Yeah. There's, there's that one. There's the. Uh, there's Jedi Fallen Order sequel. Yep. Yeah, there's the uh, fucking probably a Battlefront three. I don't know. And there's probably there's the. Uh, Fucking hell. What is it called? Rise of the Old Republic. It's getting a remaster, isn't it? It's being remade, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Redeve- redeveloped. Remaster, yeah. remade, or something like that, yeah. Um, there's at least, like, five potential big AAA titles that... Yeah. Which is... Uh, I think we have to ask ourselves the question. Yeah. Can there be too much Star Wars? Depends who you are. You are a man that wants good Star Wars and quality Star Wars and new Star Wars. 
I'm not sure I even want Star Wars anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> I don't know. It really burnt you that bad. I, I just I just feel very kind <clears throat> of like... Uh, <laughs> Where is Star Wars Connect 2? <laughs> yeah, that's the question we're all asking. <laughs> that is the question. Yeah, is, of yeah. all those titles, how dare they leave that out? How fucking shocking. That's a bit Absolutely cool shocking. Though. I mean, the Connect is like... Um, speaking of Star Wars, Obi-Wan Kenobi obviously coming out yes you know, had its trailer and stuff like that it was amazing whatever Natalie uh, Natalie Holt mm. who composed the score for Loki is doing the score for Obi-Wan Kenobi amazing yeah fucking loved the score and Loki so I'm sure this will be great as well mm. um, but I do remember that there's also like John Williams is coming back to do something to do with he did Obi-Wan the Jewel Kenobi. of the Fates one Jewel of the Fates always doing something regarding the score maybe one scene or something like that so he's involved as well in some way um, do, you, do you know do you know what you know what I think about Star Wars and Disney now is it's that the sketch of that guy who who is it's an old comedy sketch British comedy sketch but the guy's like he's playing all the right notes just not necessarily in the right order mm. and that kind of feels like Star Wars that's what Disney's <coughs> approach to Star Wars is that they have decent good ideas they're just executing all of them in the wrong combinations mm. it's like having bringing back Jewel of Fates for like a really like pivotal moment in Star Wars should have been in the the final trilogy. Yeah. The fact that it wasn't is shocking. So, like, why didn't you think of that then? Why are you thinking of it now for this Obi Wan? Because you need thing? to get fans back on but board. It, but it feels like it mm. doesn't really. For the trailer that came out, it worked. It got me invested, and I was like, you know, what? I know what you're doing, but yeah, I don't care. I don't know. I'm worried. So about I'm worried about this Obi Wan series. I, no. I, I don't... There's a part of me that still wants it to be good, but there's a part of me that doesn't want it to succeed. It just doesn't care. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and kind of, very sadly, I just don't kind of really mm. care as much anymore because I know that it's now in the hands of people that aren't just telling an Obi-Wan story. Mm. They're telling a Disney Star Wars story. Yeah. That's fair enough. Um, did you know Nicolas Cage turned down Lord of the Rings and the Matrix trilogy? Uh, and the Matrix, just even, uh, to spend time with his family. Did really? you know that? Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Cage said, uh, there's no version of Nick Cage that didn't put his family first over career. I turned down Lord of the Rings and I turned down the Matrix because I didn't want to go to New Zealand for three years or Australia for three years because I needed to be home with my son, Weston. That's a fact. Oh, there we go. Good on him. Yeah. There we are. Love Nicholas Cage. You've been in some weird-ass movies, but good on you. Dungeons and Dragons, we love that. It's one of the greatest things ever made. Oh Good yeah, D and D Direct happened, didn't it? They did like an announcement show, and they announced a lot. Yeah, D and D Beyond is now part of Wizards of Coast, isn't it? It is, I think. Yeah, yeah that's good. It's now officially, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, they announced. Oh god, they announced so much. They announced Spelljammer was the big thing. What the fuck is that? Oh, here we go, kids. <laughs> Trip down memory lane. Um, <clears throat> when D and D first came out. I think back in first edition, definitely in third edition, but I think back in first edition, there was this thing called Spelljammer. Yes. Named so after the what spaceships are called in D and D. Oh yeah, we're going there. People. Spaceships in D and D. So basically, yeah, hell. there there's a whole subsection of D and D that is about literally traversing the planes, but not doing it via like teleport or plane shift or something easy, but literally going outside of the actual planet spheres and like flying around in the ether space and things. Yeah. And you know, floating around in the 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 uh, I, I forgot what it's called. It's got a weird, really weird name, but it's basically like space. But anyway, yeah. it's basically space. 
but yeah and and there's like all sorts of races like the gith yankee and the gif and the weird the races. gif the, literally the gif g-i-f-f <laughs> is there one called meme as well it's called they're, they're called the gif and they are hippo people oh nice who wear colonial armor and nice. suits from who look Isn't like just fucking jadoon yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but not a rhino. Yeah. And then the the gith are like the the you know alien headed pointy eared. They're like the D and D aliens, like yes. the typical kind of sci fi pointy headed. Hippos aliens. in space. Yeah, yeah. They're kind of like orcs in space. Nice. Or goblins in space. Nice. But yeah, um, I mean, there's all sorts of people. But anyway, people have been saying for ages, "Hey, Wizards of the Coast, you should make Spelljammer for five E." So they finally made it. Nice. And there's a adventure book coming out that you buy as a set. So you buy all three. So there's like an adventure book a DM's guide and player's guide book, and then a bestiary of monsters for the multiverse, basically, mm. and for space, um, including things like astral dreadnoughts and all sorts of weird shit. Um, and also, like, they, they introduced little minis of ships and, like, a space battle map, so you can have, like, space battles. Nice. Which is quite cool. That's cool. So, yeah. um, which is all part of the adventure, so that's yeah. really cool. So they're bringing back Space Jam. Spelljammer. Nice. Spelljammer is strange. Yeah, it's not my type of like fantasy role play. Yeah, maybe I'd probably enjoy it if I played it, but yeah. it's not really what I look for in my experience. But there's a hell of a lot of people that have been asking for it for such a long time. Yeah, um, they also announced a few other things. They announced um, a bunch of D and D shows that they're going to release on their Twitch channel and things. And yeah, because the, the the bit of news that I've got is probably was announced in that D and D thing was Dungeons and Dragons the movie. Yes. <clears throat> oh, and the, the, yeah, it's got a title, hasn't it? Yeah, uh, Chris Prine and uh, Regé Jean Page. I definitely got that name wrong. I apologise massively. That's You're not listening to this. Fucking whatever. Fisher has a title. Honour Amongst Thieves. Honour Amongst Thieves. Yeah. Honour Among thieve, Thieves. Honour Among Thieves. Um, hmm. How, how would you do a Dungeons & Dragons movie? I don't know. I'd just do like Vox Machina, but just make it just that. Just take a story... From you know one of the <clears throat> the lores that you've got within D and D world, and just make that the film. Or how do you? Or like you know you look at one of the main yeah. games that have been played, like put on street streaming on Sucks. Twitch, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, put on Twitch that they've streamed or has become super popular, like you know Critical Rot, and just make that the movie. Hmm. I'd do it that way because I I find it weird like seeing it as something called Dungeons and Dragons the movie. And it's just not going to be, like, this thing that is, like... Unless they go, like, Jumanji. <laughs> May? Yeah. But... That's weird, here's, though. Here's yeah. the thing. It doesn't really fit with where D&D is at right now in the kind of scope of popularity. So it's, yeah. like... I, I have a feeling this is just going to be a fantasy film. Mm. I hope it's something like... Because I don't want it to be, like, a film that is just, like, got so many, like, you know... Oh, look, look at this reference. See, I'm rolling a dice. Uh, you get that? I don't want it to be that bollocks because that just feels like what Hollywood would try to do. Do you know what I think it's going to be? I think it's going to be an in-canon story set in the Forgotten Realms world of D&D, the main world of D&D. Yeah. And I think it'll have more recognisable characters within the D&D lore. Maybe we'll visit like stuff like Waterdeep and stuff. Yeah. Like they'll probably do that. And if they do that, cool. Cool. That would be cool. Hopefully that kind of turns good because I don't Um, remember any other sort of like Dungeons and Dragons movies. There has been one. There was another one uh, a while back was a bit weird yeah um, it was like half cartoon animated um yeah uh going back to netflix real quickly um they lost 54.3 billion in like one day 
uh, yeah, Netflix shares plummeted 35.1%, its lowest point since 2018, following the, the report where one day they just like, you know, said, oh, we're losing subscribers and now we're canceling everything. And then next minute they lost $54 billion. So good on them. Oh dear. Um, I think. Oh, another thing while I remember. Good. Um, from the D&D stream uh, is that um, they announced Dragonlance yeah. for 5e, which, <clears throat> which is another thing that people have been. They Asking didn't show for. anything because it's literally in, in, they've begun the development on it. They did Spelljammer first, and now they're doing Dragonlance. Yeah. But um, for those of you who don't know, Dragonlance is a setting for D anD D that was created by a couple of people who are very famous, and they've done a bunch of novels. Two of which I have upstairs. Actually, I have a couple of books on mm. Dragonlance, um, and I think they did. I think they even did a comic book series for Dragonlance. But they they basically wrote a bunch of novels to do with their, their D&D world they built. And Dragonlance became like a fun classic RPG adventure. And is like very high fantasy and very kind of standard D&D. None of this kind of new age stuff. It's very much like kill dragons and delve in dungeons. Mm. But people have been wanting that for 5e for such a long time. Um, and they announced it. They were like, hey, Dragonlance is coming. So that's cool. <coughs> Good stuff. Um, so um, that, that'd be a fun thing. I've effectively got like three more bits of news. One of them is quite big. The other two are sort of just happened today. Um, um, I've got one, which go is my last bit, and then you can crack on. Yeah. Um, uh, we got the Borderlands movie. Yes. Uh, the cast has been revealed at Comic Con, of like a basically like basically like silhouettes of the cast. Ah uh, yes, because we we knew who the cast was because it was like Kevin Hart and stuff like that, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. I don't know. But I it looks pretty faithful to me to the, yeah. the Borderlands. That's cool. <laughs> Borderlands characters. That's pretty cool. Nice. Um, the whole gang is here. That's um, good. Yeah, I feel like that's going to be a very kind of fun comical. That'd be a weird film, yeah. Weird film. Yeah. Um, but that's a you know that's a video game movie that's coming out soon. So mm. that's another one to add to the list. Um, so going back to football briefly. Yeah. Uh, Mino Raiola, the super agent, now represented someone like uh, you know Paul Pogba. Zlatan Ibrahimovic, all these massive names. Uh, he passed away today, literally he today, did, yeah. uh, at the age of uh, fifty-four. That's a shame, because um, he he was like you know deemed the super agent. Young man. Yeah, no, because he was in critical condition like earlier this week. He just went into hospital. We don't even know exactly what the illness was, but yeah, that's a shame. Nothing against the bloke. Mm. Yeah lost someone in the major football world uh, but then back to Hollywood and stuff like that Spider-Man director John Watts exits Marvel's Fantastic Four movie um, yeah he's done a lot for Marvel so I feel like this has been happening been a lot so. with big movies recently that directors are turning away from them I think this is a bit different though because Fantastic Four the movie's not I don't think has even got like a release date so it's it's not so even, it's, it's it's even very early very yeah. very early um so it's probably the, the best time to like think about because it's 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 a bit the director of multiverse of well doctor strange 2 stock scott derrickson before he left he was closer to actually starting production on this before he left on mutual agreements but this is much earlier um than that and all like i guess say even like the fast and furious 10 Yes. Like he was literally first day of like first shooting. Day of shooting, and, and then the next day he's he's left, sort of thing. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I'm sure like they'll they'll get someone else, um, a good director to 
take on the reins because we need a good Fantastic Four film, man. We need we need a good one. Um, what 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 are you saying about the other two? Oh, the other three. <laughs> the other three. I mean, have you seen them? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. I've only seen the first two with uh, Chris Evans, and I refuse to watch the other one because I know it's bad. You know what? No, fuck it. I will watch it. I'll watch it for this. Get educated on not to watch it. Yeah. Please, can we not? I'd rather no. watch. I'd rather watch something. I, I Star Wars: Rise of Skywalker. No, I actually wouldn't. <laughs> There's no, there is no movie that can be as that bad that I sit there and go, I would rather be watching the Rise of Skywalker right now. Mm. It's never going to happen. No. And I tell you what, I will actually go to the person that makes that movie and shake their hand if it happens. Nice. Because you've done it. You've done it. You've, You've done something done that should yeah. be impossible. Yeah. Congratulations. <laughs> um, last bit of news I want to talk about briefly. We'll try and talk about it briefly. But yeah, the Oscars happened. It, it, did. it did. That was a it thing. It did. Tell you what, I'm going to get the, uh, the, the thing up. There's, um, a, there's, a, there's a thing that happened. Thing happened. We'll talk about the big thing that happened, obviously, is Will Smith. That whole controversy happened. And yeah, it kind of put a bad light on it all, didn't it? He slapped someone. Oh no. So let's go go through the turn of events. Chris Rock made a joke. Not a good joke. A joke about someone's appearance. That so that someone was Will Smith's wife, Jada Pickett Smith, who had been kind of open about her condition, about her hair. And then he makes a joke about her looking like she's gonna be in the next uh, G.I. Jane film. Which is like, to be honest, I don't think that's funny. Chris Rock, you're better than that. Uh it was a cheap shot. Yeah, yeah. cheap shot. It's just I yeah. But then again it's kind I don't of care. What's really weird to me is... Well, there's lots of things that are weird to me. It just kind of felt just completely out of place with everything. Mm. Because that's the kind of joke that... And I'm not condemning the joke at all. Well, I'm not... Sorry. I am condemning the joke. But I'm not I'm not accepting the joke at all. I'm not trying to, you know, mm. you know, exclude it from the conversation. But, like, that's the kind of risky, edgy shit that gets said at every Oscars. Yeah, it's so like fucking. It's a bit more on the nose and it's unnecessary, yeah. but it's like that's the kind of stuff nobody gets up and punches anyone or slaps anyone. Yeah, Normally. and that, that's the thing as well. It's like just because you don't like a joke, like you know, for me, I didn't really say like a joke, but if you were like Will Smith and you know that or Jada Pickett Smith and you didn't like that joke, just sit there and just like you know shake your head at him and just have... be like, "Hey, mate, that wasn't nice. Can you not say that?" Say something like that. I don't know. Here's the thing. Don't just go up and smack the fucker. Here's the thing. <laughs> he laughed at it. Yeah, this is interesting. He yeah. laughed at it. Then Jada was like, that was a bit of a cheeky shot. Yeah. And then he goes he from up. zero to 100 real quick, yeah. goes uber masculine presence yeah. and walks up and just slaps Chris Rock and is like, don't talk about my woman. Well, yeah, sits down, starts swearing at him. Yeah. Just keeping my wife's name out of your motherfucking mouth or whatever. And then, uh, yeah, that, that sort of tainted the rest of the whole thing. Um, sorry if you can hear my... I Facebook. don't understand. So... There's a couple of different ways that I can think about yeah. this. Is have you ever been in a situation where someone said something and it doesn't quite click with you instantly? It's definitely happened to me. I I was at work one time, and I was in my casts of my wrists because they were broken, and someone said a a manager said some pretty gross thing about my partner helping me out in that way. 
And you know, you did that. Oh. It's the typical fucking yeah. lad thing. Like, you couldn't get help, mate. Talks fucking whatever. Yeah. And then I, I, you know, initially I did laugh, but then it was why I didn't walk away. I did walk away, and I was like, wait a fucking second, did you just say that? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that was the sort of reaction that Will Smith had. I might be completely wrong. I'm just com- guessing because I've sort of been in situations where you're talking to someone, they something quite. They say something quite bad or controversial, whatever, and it takes you a, a second to click what they said yeah. and how you really feel, and then you just sort of boil over. I think either that happened or... It's the same thing when like yeah. I sometimes get this where I'm like, I'll go, oh, yeah, 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 cool, to and somebody. Then, it's not even a joke. I'll be like, oh, cool. And then I'll be like, wait, actually, what did you just say? Like, Yeah, you're not like, really thinking wait, about what, it. Like, yeah. Wait a second. What was the full extent of what you just said? Yeah. Not in a negative way, but but just being like, mm. I didn't actually fully hear you. I just automatically just was like, uh, uh, yeah, 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 cool. Yeah. See, so that happened, or I think, you know, the joke happened. Will Smith did genuinely laugh because he thought it was funny. He looked over at his wife. Jada Pickett Smith was like, no, gave him the eyes, and then Will Smith reacted in a way of being like, oh fuck, well I'm I, I've got a. <laughs> I'm in kind of deep shit with this relationship as it is because of that whole thing that happened last year or the year before where they came out and was like discussing about their fucking marriage and how it's an absolute train wreck uh, is on fire and stuff and then he thought oh fuck well I gotta save this marriage I gotta do anything for her so I'm gonna get up and smack this guy because girl I'm the man and I should protect my wife um, and that is not good is it? It's not. It's not. It's not toxic masculine yeah. response to a yeah. situation. And weirdly, by by, it's weird that they have this very open relationship and they talk about all this kind of shit. Yeah. But like in doing that one action, he's completely null and voided all of that. All it like because that's not the best thing that he could have done is just sit there and been like, yeah, mate, that wasn't funny. Can you fucking not? Yeah. Or just pulled them aside afterwards. Yeah. Like, or whatever. Or just been you know, yeah, looked over his like, wife and like that's a bit. And shit. We'll a bit, a bit like what Raz says in, in chat is like it may be a similar reaction, but you don't get up and assault someone like on national television. Yeah. yeah. And the fact and then that then get support for it as well. Yeah. Which was the f- that's the bit that gets me. Yeah. Is that because this is effectively condoning if you go to someone like yeah. a comedy club and they say something you don't like. Just get up well, and smack him. you can just get up and smack him now. You just condoned that, like with the Oscars, and their reaction. And there are things that like, comedians at comedy clubs say to random audience members that are well worse than that joke. Yeah, is. I was about to say I didn't like the joke, but it wasn't like the fucking worst that, joke I've ever heard no, in my life. Like, no, fuck it wasn't. Me. Wasn't like. Come you know, on, it's pathetic. <laughs> like, and to be honest, Chris Rock handled that fucking well. He could have easily destroyed Will Smith just then. Yeah. But the fact that he was like in shock, like, oh. That just happened. What? I haven't actually watched the f- clip, and in fact, I refuse to. Yeah, don't. It just don't. It, it, it's it's just weird. It's very very strange and it's very awkward. Um, but yeah, that whole thing happened. I just feel as though like, yeah, and then like you know, Will wins the Oscar for best leading actor, which you know, fair, he was really good in that movie. But like, and then he gets on, does that acceptance speech where it's like, oh, you do crazy things for love, and it's like, mate, you need help. Yeah, like, like, well, in in a way, yeah. I do kind of feel sorry for him, because I'm just like, you know, yeah, what you've done is really bad and everything like that, and I I don't condone that at all. It's just you you need to sort your fucking life out, like, 
you need, need to a, take you, a, you need to unplug from Hollywood. Yeah, and you need to take sort a your relationship out, regardless whether that's getting sort a divorce or not. Yeah, because well, this, this is this clearly is the... a not a, not a healthy relationship. It's really not because all that stuff that happened, and then also the fact that there's been like you know videos recently that have come out where he was being filmed by Jada Pickett Smith, and it was a very uncomfortable situation. Like Will didn't want to be filmed, but she was like forcing the camera in his face, and it's like this is not right. This is really, really not good. Um, do you know what? It, do, you, do you know what? It's ri- like it is very strange. Like, and here's the thing: I'm. This is Will's hot take on all this. Um, mm. Yeah, and Raz just made a good point that just because you publicly announce it doesn't mean that everybody knows. That's very true. That's very true. Uh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people that just don't care about the, yeah. the Smith family. Um, <clears throat> here's the thing: I. I've watched little snippets of their little red round table that Jada Pinkett Smith does with her daughter and her mother and yeah, um, and I think is that it? Yeah, no, I think it's three three generations of women, um, but and then they have like guests on and they have sometimes family members but sometimes it's random celebrities and sometimes it's just them talking about different things and they're very open about everything and they're very they discuss the relationships and things quite openly and it seems like to me that they they've got themselves into a situation where they they're trying to be very progressive with their view of marriage mm. and with their view of we've made mistakes it's not perfect we have our issues but we're working through it because we still have a love for one another mm. and it feels like a little bit of that is to me masking the fact that they don't want their relationship to fall apart because of the celebrity status that it holds where it's clear that both of them maybe don't even really like this relationship anymore. I like I hate to say yeah, that, but yeah. like I got the impression of like so basically if you don't know what's happened, they basically have cheated on one another. Yeah. That's basically what's happened. Jada yeah. Pinkett Smith had a relationship with someone that that they just he, accepted into the house that was like the was fucking like, gardener like, or something. Like yeah, that. Was, yeah, or, or weird, like another actor who's another, a younger yeah. actor, and you know, people have said there's probably a chance that Will Smith maybe had a thing with Margot Robbie when it, he was... I'm pretty uh, 99% sure that he had definitely gotten with other women when, like, in his younger years. Uh, like In his younger years. But yeah. even <clears throat> more sort of recently as well. But yeah. It just feels very kind of... It kind of feels like two people who are trying... What's the best way I can describe this? It's very complex. And I'm not a relationship expert, so forgive me. But... It feels like two people who are trying to be very progressive with the outward perception of what their relationship is and say, hey, look, you know all these couples that have kind of, you know, um, sort of semi-monogamous relationships where they, they, they sleep around a little bit and they allow each yeah. other to swing. Sometimes but, it works. But, yeah, you know, and it works fine. for certain people, but there's a healthy discussion between mm-hmm. the two of them. That is not you guys. Yeah, no. You are just pretending I, to do it, that I'm, to try and save your marriage. I'm not saying I know Will Smith, but he doesn't seem no. like that type of person to no, do that either. he doesn't. And I don't think Jada Pinkett Smith is either. Mm. And I think they're just trying to be... I've got to be careful because I don't want to accuse them of being falsely progressive just for the sake of it. Yeah. But I kind of am accusing them yeah. of that. I think they're, they're trying to maintain this perception that they're forward-thinking and they're evolving and they're doing this when actually they haven't fundamentally talked some shit out about... Mm what they actually want because i'm pretty sure if they had that conversation i think both of them would come to the agreement of like okay we need to break up because yeah. this is unhealthy yeah you know I, I don't know their relationship but like it's very obvious to me that that and clearly from that mm. whatever they're doing isn't working yeah because that's not that's not the reaction of a healthy man <clears throat> 
And like, yeah. I've seen the pictures of Will Smith after he slaps Chris Rock. There's other celebs coming up to him, like just talking to him about what happened. The one of the one of the stories that I heard is that Denzel Washington he went up to Chris Rock first, consoled with it. He uh, he ended up being like sort of the middleman between the two and made sure everything yeah. was like calm and okay and stuff like that. So he went up to Chris Rock, had a conversation with him, and then he went and had a conversation with Will because they've got a really good bond together. Like yeah. he's sort of the father figure to Will Smith. Like, um, yeah. Um, so I, I feel as though him being the the, the the person in the middle, I thought that was, was like very of, good. There and was supportive. lots of people that went up and talked to him yeah. about different things, and who knows? But in all those, they photos, tried to remove him as well, but he refused. Will Smith. I think he, well, he, they should have just taken him out. Like, well, with all due respect to Will Smith, he should have yeah. been removed by yeah, force, definitely by security. Yeah, because you can't. You know, it's 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 a weird double standard of, of certain worlds and privilege, isn't it? And I guess it's a comment on celebrity and privilege that that if you were to walk up in a let's say this is a different scenario, if, so let's say that was a prestige award show for academy professors mm. who are doing research for different universities, and you walk up and you slap one of your fellows, mm. you're getting taken out by security. Yeah, and they might just, even call just the in police any other generic job. Yeah, I won't get. I won't. Stay in my job if I went and slapped one of my co-workers. Oh, yeah. No, I'd like, be asked to leave. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so, yeah. But to me in the photo, so in all those photos, Will Smith looks like he is a man holding back a lot of emotion and tears. Yeah. And he looks like a man who's and unhealthy. Another aspect is, like, he wins the Oscar for a movie about other people. Like, you know, Venus and Serena Williams, who have had incredible careers. Like, genuine, like iconic fun, legacies. Yeah. And the fact that, you know, you look and you're like, oh, I want to watch the movie about, like, Venus and Serena Williams. And then it's just going to be tarnished now. Yeah. Because of that one fucking moment. Yeah, because people are going to be like, oh, this is the... The legacy the, of that movie is, the, is yeah, now tarnished. This is the movie that Will Smith won his Oscar for when he slapped Chris Rock. That is the line yeah. that is forever yeah. attached to that film and yeah. therefore attached to the Williams Which is legacy. such a shame. And they should, yeah. they should be, like, they should be angry. The family should lambast this guy yeah. for just being like, and just being like, Uh, just my opinion, but honestly, if you're willing to cheat on each other, then you simply shouldn't be together. Only exception is if you guys, like I've said, are in an open relationship, which you've got both agreed on. Yeah. Yeah, and it that's that kind of feels what it's like. I think that I guess what I'm trying to say is that they're they're basically presenting the fact that this is an open relationship, but actually the open relationship they're presenting is a reaction to them cheating on one another, mm. rather than it being the foundation of their original relationship. Mm. We might be completely wrong. Yeah. Like that's another thing I kind of want to yeah. mention I don't as think well. They, I don't but... think they had that in the books when they tied the knot all those years ago. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's it's strange. And I think I, I was listening to a podcast where they reacted to it, and the woman on the podcast made a really really good point, which I don't think a lot of people have been speaking about. And it's the language that Will Smith uses. Yeah. Uh, when he sits down and he says, "Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth." And the fact that he emphasizes my wife as if she's like fucking like a belonging, yeah, like a belonging, yeah. It's like that. I feel needs to change as well in like the whole concept of marriage and stuff like that. It's like no, you are both individual people. Yeah, you're together, but it's not like she's your belonging. Well, that's what marriage was originally yeah. for. Um, and and that, yet, like, and then that opens a broad conversation of like she was what, what is ma- like what is exactly yeah. marriage, and and why a lot of people argue that yeah. they. You know, a lot of people are life partners and they say, we're never going to get married because we don't agree with the concept of it and what yeah. it stands for. 
But there's also but it, it, the, it, yeah. the argument of like, well, you can evolve the meaning of something. Yeah. Yeah, it's just that overprotection from the male. Yeah. I think. And it's like yeah, it's like well the podcast is called Suggestible and um the one at the host is Mr. Sunder Movies who does the YouTube and stuff and he his wife, Claire Tonti, and like yeah, she she's a feminist and gave like sort of the feminist perspective and I was like, That's an interesting way of like, o- like opening my eyes of that perspective on things yeah. and you know, I think that's an important you know, not saying that should happen in every single relationship, but it should be talked about, yeah. most certainly. Um, but hey, yeah, it's, that tarnished it's, shit. Um, but it's, it's just, it's so like... And the fact of the matter is they'll probably make money off of that. Probably. Because they'll probably, do, well, they'll probably do one of their red table talks and they'll sit down and talk mm, about it. And yeah. it'll be open and honest and then all of the people will come out the woodwork in hollywood and be like this is groundbreaking stuff yes. this is amazing and all the while chris rock is probably sitting there going like this is all at my expense cheers yeah cheers for that if i was him i'd file a lawsuit he didn't know because because he yeah he refused to um yeah he, he didn't want to press charges after it happened that's fucking stupid do you know why that is? i, I, I guess do you know why that is why that? it's the reaction will smith got when he got his oscar if he stands up on that stage and he gets booed by the rest of his fellows. Mm. Chris Rock presses charges. I don't but know. Because I don't know. The, because the populace is said to be on his side because they're congratulating him as if nothing just happened. Mm. Then it's, it's, it's then Chris Rock goes back. And I don't goes, know. I don't think I'm not going to do this because I don't want to break my connections with certain people because clearly everybody thinks. That I don't think that's that the case. was an appropriate reaction. I don't know. It's just my opinion. I, I, think, I, I think that might have yeah. something to do with it. Maybe, but I don't think Chris Rock is that sort of person. He don't give a shit. He's a fucking one of a a, uh, a comedian that says a lot of you know like, like you know you've seen some of Chris Rock's stand up. I'm, I'm sure, but like he's quite open about things and he says how it is at times. So it's I don't think Chris Rock I d- I, doesn't. I honestly give a don't. Shit. I only yeah. I know I only know him as Marty. Yeah. yeah really yeah. to be brutally honest with you I've not watched much of the other things he's in and I've yeah. not watched him as a person talk about just on his own not being a yeah. comedian so I don't know him that well but I but I, I, I wouldn't I say so I don't um, necessarily think it's about what kind of person you are it's just about what's right yeah what's right is but that then again, Smith like, needs to get punished for that and yeah. at the moment well, well, he's he, not getting punished well, well he has he's oh, been really. banned from the academy um, for 10 years despite after winning an Oscar yeah. Well, and then okay. So if you wanna, there's another talk about certain things regarding this um, that have come out. Uh, in like people were saying that he should have his Oscar revoked. Hmm. And I think I mean uh, I think me and you have, might have had a brief conversation about this. But I'm like, you shouldn't really. Well, I don't know. You don't know whether you should or should not do that because if you're gonna open that fucking can of worms, <laughs> if you're gonna revoke Will Smith's Oscar, then what about? Harvey Weinstein. What about all has these he, other? Has he not had his Oscars revoked? Nope. Well, that's on, there that's is on the Academy. Though, there is multiple people that are ten times worse than Will Smith and done abhorrently worse things. Hmm. To be honest, and it's like, I'm not saying well, what, you know. I I don't want to get in that debate. Is like oh, this is worse, so it doesn't matter. It's like there should be a standard, obviously. Oh, yeah. But it's like if you're going to open that can of worms, you should go back and watch it. You know, redo all of these ones. It's it's so, yeah. No, that's a really good point. And, and also, like, and actually, just, what you've like, said there is really interesting because that's a very, very 
dark side of the reality of Hollywood. The just Hollywood. Hollywood. Yeah. You look around all these fucking Hollywood execs, or whatever. They're fucking awful people. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like it doesn't matter about yeah. being a good person, and that's what the crime yeah. is. And actually, it speaks to our wider society, yeah. not just Hollywood, but in the Western world of like, yeah. or in the world in general. Yeah. Let's blanket everything. Why not? <laughs> but it's true. Yeah. Is that like everybody? Everybody knows what where the moral standard should be. Yeah. But where it actually is is a lot lower yeah, in yeah. society, and it's you know, yeah. I agree. You know, if you if you're going to open that can of worms, you need to go back through the whole list. Yeah, but they're not going to. But they won't do that. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's even like in a convicted sex offender that has like won an Oscar and stuff, and it's like fucking hell. I'm not surprised. Like, but hey, I don't I don't want to particularly trivialize anything or whatever. But hey, shall we talk about the other good things that happened at the Oscar? <laughs> Uh, what else did I have? Oh, actually, no. One little last bad thing. Uh, I just found it fucking funny because it was so tone deaf. Amy Schumer was one of the um, hosts yeah. mm. at the Oscars. Yeah, so she she said, uh, began reciting her original Oscars monologue before throwing in the Baldwin joke. So she said, don't look up as the name of the movie, more like don't look down the barrel of Alec Baldwin's shotgun. She said, adding, I wasn't allowed to say any of that but you could just come up and slap someone. It's a bit tone deaf, I feel, because it's like, that's a 10 times worse joke than whatever the fuck Chris Rock said. Again, I'm not condoning what Will Smith did. Again, like whatever's happened, he, he, he has been punished and whatever, Will Smith, he hopefully is getting the help that he needs, but doesn't mean that you should could just like you know throw your toys out of the cot and be like oh why didn't I why wasn't I allowed to say this joke if someone can just go up and slap someone no we're not condoning what Will Smith did what he did was bad but, but also like, that's bad as well so don't yeah, do that just yeah. don't make that stupid fucking joke at the expense of someone's life like, I can understand what she's so trying fucking, to say and she's trying to be edgy and it's just so fucking stupid um, I just find it so weird this entire thing anyway it's just um, such a weird moment. It's yeah, just so, this is so. Uh, it's all it is. It's just a bit surreal so, talking so about bizarre. this. But you, you know, you can question. There's so many questions for it. That's that's the thing that that mm. kind of troubles me when I think about it. Is that I'm because the first thing that comes to my head is like he should have been removed. Yeah, should have been. That's where it should have ended. Yeah. Why wasn't he removed? Yeah. Okay, he then got to get up for his Oscar. He won the Oscar. He gave a speech. He got applauded. Right, okay. Whatever. Whatever. Okay, he's got banned. Okay, cool. It's a punishment of sorts, yes. Yeah. But... Yeah, I'm pretty sure... What did he do? I don't I get think a lot of, for I, 10 years. I think a lot of his, like, projects got cancelled as well. I mean, they probably like, did, Quite yes. a lot of his, like, movies that he was going to be making um, has been, like, cancelled, so... Um... Shall we go through the winners and actually put on some I light? Just, maybe I'm too maybe I'm too frontier in my justice. Yeah, right. Maybe. maybe I'm just because to me, like to me, the, like the heartbreaking punishment of something is if you get your Oscar stripped away, then everything that you've just done was for nothing. Yeah. And people know it's for nothing yeah. because it's been stripped from you. But then again, isn't all just awards just fucking? No, but awards are fucking they're, useless they're subjective like, and pointless yeah yes. they're completely pointless yeah. but <laughs> unless you've done something that's actually genuinely worth praising but yeah. you know you can argue that acting in a film is not one of those things yeah good yeah. for you you played pretend well, well it's more, yeah <laughs> no, I, mean, it's more, I, I don't want to pass it like, aside like it's some kind of movies shit. Do, movies but and tv shows like, and like art does a lot it's not a people, nobel peace prize is it yeah, yeah. let's be honest yeah yeah so it's like um 
Okay, I want to get up the Academy Awards because I want to talk about like the things that were won and the things that I actually deserve. Yes, let's talk about, the, about actually what yeah. we're meant to talk about so, when the Oscars goes on. Best Picture. It was a quite of a, a quite a shock, I think, because a lot of people expected. All of these are so boring. I wouldn't say so. Um, a lot of people expected like the Power of Dog to win. Uh, Benedict yeah. Cumberbatch and Kirsten Dunst, uh, or uh, something like. Uh, Belfast, directed by yeah. Kenneth Branagh and stuff. But Coda won the story about a uh, a daughter of a deaf family. Mm. And she was not deaf, so what's the life like? Which apparently is amazing, and I actually do want to end up seeing it. But that was like that beat of stuff like West Side Story by Steven Spielberg, Power of Dog, Licorice Pizza, King Richard, Dune, Drive My Car, Don't Look Up, Belfast. So I think that was a pretty solid lineup that's fair, for best yeah, for that's best fair. picture so i might end up watching code we might even do it get educated on it i don't know best director That'd was be I'd, I'd want to do that yeah now. best director was jane campion uh for the power of dog fair enough good on you best actor was obviously will smith but he beat out uh javier bardem benedict cumberbatch for power of dog tick tick booms andrew garfield i kind of wanted andrew garfield to win that one because Fuck, that's such a good movie, and he's great in it. He's great, right? Uh, and Denzel Washington for The Tragedy of Macbeth. Apparently, that's an amazing film as well, Tragedy of Macbeth. I haven't seen... This is the thing, I haven't seen much of Will Smith's performance, to be honest. Mm. Maybe he did deserve it. He, he was really good in okay, King Richard. Um, but, like... I don't know, so... This is, this it's is, just a weird... It's so subjective. Yeah, this is the yeah, thing. Yeah. It's like, how do you define... And that's the funny thing with art, isn't it? Mm. I'm going to get really like deep. Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. That's the thing with art is you can't. Art. There, are, there's nothing you can measure it by mm. because it's individual. There isn't a checklist. Some people think that a there's a painting somewhere in one of the biggest fucking museums in the world, and it's just a red line down the middle, and people think that's art. It's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> that's Mona red... Lisa, I understand. That's, but just a red, that's a red line. line on a paper, mate. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm an artist. I can draw a stick man. Eat shit. <laughs> yeah. But it's true. It's like, that's kind of, that's the point I'm making is like, how do you measure it? Some people think Jared Leto's a good actor. <laughs> that's art, apparently. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I shit on him way too much. But this is good. Um, yeah, art is subjective. <laughs> uh, he was the best Joker. Yep. Clearly. Because he had damaged toes on his yeah, forehead. Because he had... Ha, get ha, ha, it. Do you get it? On him. Do you Cause get cause it, he's though? Because funny. Damaged. I'll break my teeth. <laughs> yeah. Do you get it? Uh, when you con- you continue? <laughs> Art is subjective. You're getting tired. I... No, I... Like... It's it just... It's, it's weird to me. Because you can't sit there with, like, six best picture nominations mm. and watch all of them and have a checklist in front of you. Yeah. You can't personal preference mate because they're all different yeah and and the weird thing is is you can have a panel of people do it which is the way it's the, the academy decide it and it's mm. a panel of people so you get a bunch of people to watch those films and then they pick their favourite yeah and the one they enjoyed the most and the one they think is you know all measured against their experience but then again each of them has an individual experience yeah. of what the best movies are Martin Scott says he's never gonna vote for no way home. Endgame. No, as being, as there's being no the best movie way the that that's happening. No, no way a home for Scorsese. Yeah, I, that was bad. Um, Actually, it reminds me of Zack Snyder. That reminds me of that. I want to talk about in a sec. <laughs> but it's like, even if you expand that group of people to double the size, to triple the size, to quadruple the size, and you just keep going, 
with every increase of people or decrease of of your you know your i I guess your focus group that you're taking it from Mm. you're going to get a different answer because it's completely randomized and subjective as to what people like you might expand it to 100 people and by expanding it to 100 people more of those people might like dune than anything else but then you expand it again to 200 people and the same amount of people like June and a little bit more like June, but most of those extra 200 people ended up liking a bunch of other stuff and that skews all the values again. Mm. So it's just like, <clears throat> you know, it's, it's not always the best representation of what actually is the best film that year. Yeah. I'm happy that Coda won and it sounds really interesting and, and we should do it for an get yeah. educated. I think that'd be a good one to do. But like, how do you measure that against June? Yeah, so best actress was Jessica Chastain for The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Um, she beat out Olivia Colman, Penelope Cruz, and Nicole Jessica Kidman. Chastain won an Oscar before. I think she has. I think it was her second, wasn't it? I yeah. think she has. Won an Academy Award. Nominated two more times. So that was her first win. There we go. Thank you, Wikipedia. So best uh, uh, supporting actor was Troy Kotsur for Coda. He's the first deaf person to win an Oscar. Um, again, <coughs> these are like historical moments that are happening in these in this year. Uh, so I'm really happy for him. Um, best supporting actress was um, Ariana DeBose DeBose for West Side Story, and she is the first uh, black queer uh, person to win. Oscar. Oscar, yeah. yeah and it was the first time a black woman had won since uh like the last west side story was made um by the same role but yeah no you're, you're right it's it's um i forgot uh, was it rita moreno i think so who played uh um anita anita uh, west side story as anita yeah yeah, yeah. So um, she won it the first time around in the 60s or whenever it was, yeah. or the 70s, and, and she's won it now. For yeah, the same first role. time since, and for the same role. That's like amazing. Which maybe just highlights yeah. how little roles there are for... Mm, maybe. Hispanic mm, Yeah, maybe. Who knows? But yeah, again, it, like I said, sorry, it's definitely another one of those movies that I just need to watch because I've heard it's really good. Um, and I like a musical, man. It's good. Um, best original screenplay, Belfast, Kenneth Branagh. Good stuff. Good on him. I think that's his first Oscar as well. Kenneth Branagh. I'm pretty sure. Should I Google that? What, sorry, what did he win it for? Best? Uh, Belfast. Best. Best ad, uh, adapted screenplay. Adapted screenplay. Oh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's his first. Uh, nominated eight times the Academy Awards and the first individual to be nominated in seven different categories. Um, he was awarded the blah, 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 blah. Apologize, apologize, apologize. Uh, this is followed by three nominations for 2012's Belfast. First nomination for original screenplay, best picture, and original screenplay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's his first one. Good on him. Um, best best original screenplay, best adapted screenplay was Coda. Again, that's won so many awards. Best animated feature film. This is where I have a little bit of a gripe because I saw this one of these films recently and I think it should have won instead of this winner, Encanto. I enjoyed Encanto. Encanto is great. Um, that beat out Flea, Luca, um, Ray and the Last Dragon, and also beat out The Mitchells vs. The Machines, the movie that I watched and I think was incredible. And I think should have won it because it was amazing. And Mitchells vs. The Machines, I'll definitely talk about in another podcast. We'll do one 
another day where we talk about things we've been watching. Disney movie watching strikes. Yeah, that's. I think that's a lot of the problems that people are saying thinking. It's just oh, Disney equals win. Um, but yeah, I watched Mitchell versus the Machines, and it's probably the first time in a very long time I watched a movie where I was crying with laughter. It was that good. So such such Amazing. such a good movie. Also, that movie has a Living Coleman in it as well, playing oh, yeah. a playing a murdering AI. It's really good. Um, best international feature film was Drive My Car, uh, Japan uh, in Japanese. Uh, best documentary short subject uh, was A Queen of Basketball. Best documentary feature was Summer of Soul. I've heard Summer of Soul is actually a really good documentary. I might give that a watch eventually. Best live action short film was A Long Goodbye by Ooh, Riz Ahmed and Anil Lakaria. There we go. Yeah, good on them. Best animated short film was The Windshield Wiper. Um, decent. And then I think, oh, there we go. This is this is where <laughs> I'll, be, I'll list off the amount of awards that June won. Best original score, deserved. Uh, best sound, probably deserved. Best production design, probably deserved. deserved. <laughs> best cinematography, yeah, deserved. Uh, uh, best film editing, deserved. And best visual effects, Fuck, yes. Because <laughs> I remember like watching that movie and just being like, yeah, like this is just one of the best looking and sounding movies of the year, and it won all those awards. So this backs up my the- this backs up my theory. Not saying that I think that June should have won best picture, but how do you win all of those and not win best picture? Mm. Maybe the story was shit, man. <laughs> no, I mean, you Go can like... Thank you, but, mm. Well, it's like, you can have the best-looking film and the best-sounding film, but it doesn't make it the best film. You can have all these components that make a good film, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's the no, best I, 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 Yeah, I know. Yeah. But I'm just making that the point yeah, of yeah. the subjectiveness I made earlier. Mm. Because if, if, there is a, if there is a formula to it, then yep. Dune should win. Yeah. But... It's not there, is it? Yeah. It's not. Uh, best original song though went to the No Time to Die uh, song by Billy Elish. Yeah. Uh, best makeup. I don't think it's that good. I'm just putting that out there. What's that? As a no mu- Time as, to Die as a music buff. I don't think it's the best. Oh no, no, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say so. Um, the Eyes of Tammy Faye won best makeup and hairstyling, and best costume design went to Cruella, which I'm like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed that film and it was fabulous and everything like that. Um, so yeah, like considering all things that considered the bad shit that happened during the Oscars, um, there was some really good stuff as well. Um, a lot of deserving winners and yeah, some like historical moments that happened, which yeah, just all of a sudden got overshadowed, unfortunately, but hopefully in future we can, um, look back on this and think about the good stuff that happened. Yeah. Annoyingly, there was two other categories that I want to talk about. Fan voted favorite movie rankings, and it was uh, I think it was of the year. Uh, yeah, that was it. So, uh, so fans was should show up in full force as Army of Dead took up the top spot. So, fan favorite movie of the year was Army of Dead, followed by oh the new Cinderella, which is apparently awful. There's a new Cinderella. Yeah, it's not good. Oh, that one. It's not with, good. With Camille Cam- Cabello yeah. in it. Yeah. A- yeah, any movie from 2021. So fan favorite movie of the year. Um, yeah, Army of the Dead, then Cinderella, then Minamata, then Spider-Man No Way Home. Wow. And then Tick, Tick, Boom. That, that far down the list. Yeah. Tick, Tick, Boom last. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Tick, Tick, Boom was... F- yeah. So fans was also meant to be uh, voting on uh, most cheerworthy moment in movie history. 
cheerworthy moment yeah in movie history yeah 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 give yeah. So, give it to me so you had how long was the list i think it was just five so you have oh gosh the matrix the moment when neo was dodging the bullets fucking awesome scene then you had dream girls like effie white singing i'm telling you apparently that's an amazing moment it is yeah. then you have avengers endgame i've only seen the stage version but it's amazing yeah Avengers Assemble, that moment where he catches the hammer and he says Avengers Assemble and they finally go out and kill Thanos or whatever. It's fucking awesome. And you have Spider-Man No Way Home, the three Spider-Mans teaming up. And then you have Zack Snyder's Justice League and his Flash entering the Speed Force. Cool scene, but I mean... Come on. I didn't, I didn't cheer. I thought it was cool. But... It was cool, but... Yeah, so this is obviously... For me, it has to be Avengers Endgame. Yeah. But like of all time, like, even I probably wouldn't agree that, like, Avengers Endgame would win now. I could probably think of so many other movies, which is, like, that is a shout-out moment of, like, holy fucking shit, that is amazing. But, hey, this is Twitter, actually. So, of course, like, the Snyder Cult is just going to come no, out. No, wait, and... no. Yeah. Of no, all time. There's only mate. one logical choice for this. What? Fan shout-out? I, I, I might... I might regret it, because all time is a big list. There is a big list. It's a big list. We haven't even watched all but of them this I year. I your father. Oh, is that a cheer though? <laughs> it's, not, it's not a cheer. <laughs> uh, if it was reaction, that's it. I'd say like Endgame has two spots, even with Captain America lifting Mjolnir for the first time. That's like a fucking cheer moment. There's a lot in that. There's a lot in that movie. It's just cheer fest. Yeah. Um, Which is fine. Cinema. I don't know. I don't necessarily know. But yeah. Cheering. When was the last God. time I cheered at a film? <laughs> <laughs> when was the last time you cheered at a movie you grumpy fuck you're such, such a granddad <laughs> but like yeah you know Snyder Snyder fans because they feel as though Zack Snyder's felt hard done by by not restoring the Snyderverse they were like you know what we're going to screw up your polls we're going to be saying that Army of the Dead was the fan favourite movie of the year uh, to be honest, I don't even know how many people have seen that film this year, right? regardless of it being a favourite. And then obviously Zack Snyder's Justice League, the Flash entering the Speed Force is like, you know, the best best movie moment of all time. Best cheer moment of all time, mm. apparently. I'm sorry, but that list is I, terrible. It's terrible. It's terrible. But like, I'm also thinking like, you know, with these like, the voting, there's obviously going to be recency bias as well. Like I say, like as much as I love No Way Home in that no. moment and in game, you know, it, what? What have you thought? I can't believe I forgot this one. What? I can't believe it. Lord of the Rings. For Frodo. For Fro. Fuck. <laughs> How is that not number one? Yeah. For Frodo. For Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> that is such a good moment. Is what? Yeah. That's it. Fucking people don't. That's know. my choice. People don't know movies, man. People don't know movies. Mm. Yeah, fucking. Critics don't know anything. Audience don't know anything. Clearly, objectively. Or when wrong. the Death Star blows up, maybe? I don't know. I don't know. Probably. You cheer at that. Yeah. You cheer where Jar Jar. Did you cheer? Did you when, cheer when, when Poe was like, we're all in this together? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you cheer when Poe said, somehow the Amputee property returned? <laughs> I didn't. I'm so tired. <laughs> um, this podcast has been. I mean, I will say that. Long. I will say that. Um, to give Zack Snyder some credit, yeah. to give him a little ounce of credit, 
Man of Steel when Superman takes off is pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That's pretty epic. That's right. I'd um, even say Matrix has one another one of those moments. Yeah, he dodges the bullets, but there's a bit right at the end where he like finally becomes the one. He puts his hand out and all the, yeah. like, the bullets. Like, That's fucking that's incredible. Cool. Yeah. yeah. Where he sees everything in code. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Such a good movie. <laughs> I love that movie. It's a great film. Yeah. That's where Avatar has one of those moments. I can't remember what it is though. Um, I've not seen the film in forever. So that's long. Why. Yeah. Maybe, maybe when he like difference. flies the thing for the first time. Yeah, that's yeah, pretty. That's epic. a cool moment. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. say cheer though. Um. Oh. <laughs> this isn't flying. It's falling in style. From Toy Story. That is good. Yep. That's a great moment. That is a very good moment. <laughs> There's a lot of moments in like kids' films as well. Yeah. I was trying to think of one for Frozen, but I don't think there is for Frozen. No. It's not really a cheer. No, moment, it's not there. a cheer moment. I do believe in fairies. I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Um, anyone else? Write in. But hey, should I wrap up? I've forgotten how to wrap up. How do I do this? Anyway, right. So, apologies for the last like half an hour of this podcast because that was a mess. That was a ride. That was a ride. Um, but yeah, thank you everybody for listening to the podcast. We are back. We are now probably going to take another five weeks until we <laughs> No, we're kind of in a schedule again, so we're going to try our best to get back and talk about movies and stuff we care about. Um, Yeah, thank you for listening to podcast. Be sure to rate us on whatever podcast that you listen to us on, if possible. Five stars, nothing less, nothing more. I won't won't accept anything less than five stars. I won't accept anything more. Five out of five. Or we do something. I don't know. I don't know what to do. Uh, Share around your family, family and friends. See if you think they would enjoy this i guess just us talking nonsense about things that have happened uh we've got uh, we got an email city geek and pod at email city uh, geek and pod at gmail.com that's the one um give us your recommendations of future movies and stuff gives you opinions on movies that are coming out or have come out what is your opinion on the slap who gives a shit it happened ages ago and no one cares anymore the slap they should Good call it for a movie that is actually yeah. in it yeah we got a facebook group which we haven't done anything in for like in while, five weeks. Yeah. yeah, I'll get back onto it when there's new stuff that comes out. Yeah. Um, it's called Globe of Geekum. That's good stuff. Uh, you can also follow me on Twitter at the Wizardkins. That'd be good. And as always, we stream the show live on Twitch. That's why we've been talking about talking about and talking to people in chat like Raz and Zeeland today. Thank you for so much to them for joining in. And it's been a while since the last one. <sighs> good stuff that's good stuff um, Rizzik in uh, twitch.tv slash Rizzik by the way it's that one yeah yeah thank you so much and we will see you next time for City of Geekum where we talk stuff, stuff. bye bye, bye. bye.